got idea, Twin Peaks boys. You take me for a podcast on the last Twin Peaks unwrapped. The community reenactments are over. I just wonder what Joyce Picker's gonna do now. But you're gonna see me. But I won't be seeing you. Cause I'm still gonna do the Rose magazine that is blue. But there's no more Twin Peaks on Rap Podcast. It's just like I told Josh Minton, I said that thing will never last. Well, I mean, I had to sing one more time. I think we all knew that. I think people would have been disappointed had I not sung. Oh, one more time for my Twin Peaks boys. I don't remember the first time I was on the Twin Peaks Boys because, um, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. I just want to go on record. I was never on on the Twin Peaks Boys. Okay, that's what I call their show. It's Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Yes, a professional would redo that. I'm not going to. I'm going to let it stand. I don't remember the first time I was on the Twin Peaks podcast. I, I do not. I wish I did, but I don't. I just remember that we bonded right away, and you guys never stopped asking me to do crazy shit for you. I freaking had... I remember, I was in the middle of some, like, getting the Blue Rose out, trying to do the Moonlighting book, birthing Courtney's Laura's ghost. Everything was going on at once. And Ben... Sends me a text. Hey, Scott, could you rewrite uh, the 12 Days of Christmas and uh, also play it on the piano? Would you mind calling Cheryl Lee to see if she would sing it? And I was like, Ben, no, I'm not going to call Cheryl Lee. Wait a minute. I mean, I didn't do that. I, I wrote the stupid 12 Days of Christmas, but I did never. That's actually not a bad idea. She's never been on the show. I mean, everybody knows that Cheryl and I are buddies. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do it. Let's call Cheryl Lee. Hey, Cheryl, it's Scott Ryan, your buddy. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Let, me, let me call you right hey. back. Well, heck, what's it's, that was embarrassing, but uh, so Cheryl Lee doesn't want to talk right now. Uh, I'll try someone else. Hi. Harry, Deputy Andy himself, it's Scott Ryan. Listen, my caller ID said, maybe Scott Ryan. Well, uh, look who's Mr. Attention to Detail all of a sudden. Trust me, it's me. Hey, Ben and Brian uh, got canceled. I think I think Brian said something really dirty on the air. I wonder why it's, I wonder why it's like that. That's strange. Well, you know, that's his sense of humor. I... Don't worry about it. It is strange. But um, you've heard of Twin Peaks Unwrapped, right? You've seen it on the Internet everywhere? I've never seen that. Oh, well, uh, 
Actually, I'm not surprised you haven't seen it. But uh, I was thinking, you know, maybe you could go on their show and wish them a goodbye or something. Uh, it'll probably be a big deal. A lot of people will be tuning in. Do you think that we could make money doing Oh, no, there's no money in this. This would be free. Take care. Well, this is getting rough. Uh, it looks like I'm getting a phone call. Hi, Scott. This is Piper calling. Oh, Piper, Lori, this is such an honor. I'm sure Cheryl texted you. Uh, how are you doing? I'm fine. Look, Twin Peaks Unwrapped podcast is ending. Oh. Really? You're going to take it that badly. Um, Would you be willing to go on their show? What? Yeah, go on their show. Be a guest. No. Please, Piper? I can't find anyone. Goodbye. Good Lord, what did these boys do? Wait a minute, I remember. Ben has a bond with Sherilyn Fenn. I'll call her. Hi, Scott, it's Sherilyn. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks for asking. Uh, Would you be willing to wish Ben and Brian, especially Ben, because he's ending the show, uh, I think he's ending it for a really good reason. Do you want to come on? Nope. I just hesitated because... I think it was a dumb reason. Yeah, a lot of people think that uh, their reason for quitting is dumb, but I guess if you come on, you're afraid that Ben will hound you and beg you to talk to him every day? Yep, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks and have a great day. You too, bye-bye. Ooh, my phone. This must be Cheryl calling me back. Hi, Scott. It's Ray Wise calling. Oh, what a treat. Thanks for calling. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Look, I'm struggling and I'm embarrassed because I'm here live on Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Would you be willing to uh, wish the boys good luck? Uh, did, uh, what, what, what did What was that last thing you said? Just wondering if you could say how they did such a great show and how, how wonderful they were and what they gave back to the Twin Peaks community. You're kidding. Really? Come on, Ray, as a personal favor to me, uh, can you do it? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand, but I mean, isn't there anything great you could say about this podcast? <laughs> okay, you, you, you stumped me. <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't want to do that, maybe you'll come on the Red Room podcast or be in the Blue Rose. All right, great, Scott. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. The Twin Peaks boys have a worse reputation than the Twin Peaks archive tweeting out secrets during the filming of The Return. I know who'll do it. Hi, Scott. What are you working away on? Oh, Amy Shields. I am working on the hardest project I've ever worked on in my life. Ooh, exciting. Not really. You try to get somebody to say something nice about Ben and Brian. Oh, I hear you. And I need somebody sweet and nice to just wish them goodbye or say something good about them. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Okay. And I just know that you always are kind to everyone. Could Would you just... You know, go on Twin Peaks Unwrapped. <laughs> You're so good. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, Scott. Bye. Okay, I, I got a call. Michael Horse. Maybe Michael Horse will take my call. Uh, let's see. Uh, hello? Uh, Michael Horse, this is Scott Ryan. Oh, how you doing? I, I'm doing great. Look, I'm trying to find anyone from the Twin Peaks cast. To say something nice about Ben and Brian, they've done their podcast. Uh, would you be willing to say something nice about him? Oh, sure, sure. What? You would? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This really means a lot to me. You've been on their show, and they've they've helped the Twin Peaks community. Oh, yeah, they're great. Ah, uh, but you know, now that I'm here, I really don't feel like it. I gotta go. Talk to you later. And... 
and scene. So there you go, Twin Peaks boys. Uh, looking at the time, I just realized I chewed up eight minutes of your podcast. Like time was ever one of your concerns. I uh, hope you enjoyed my little skit. I actually did call Michael Horse, and it didn't record the first time. I had to call him back. So once again, you made me... Uh, bother another Twin Peaks actor. The rest of it was all fake, so nobody freak out. I I pieced it together from interviews. Honestly, what you've done is incredible. You've given people a home and a place to express themselves. You opened your doors. You supported everyone. Anyone who wanted to do things, you supported them. You supported me all through the years. We could never have done the Blue Rose, and all of the books without your support and getting the word out there. You guys are both the kindest people, and I'm honored to call you friend. I was excited to work on the Twin Peaks Unwrapped podcast book with you. That was incredible. People can still get it. They can still support you. Just thank you for what you've done, and I can't wait to return on the show when you come back to do uh, the next thing you do. Love you both, and Scott Ryan, out! Welcome to Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Ben Durant, and beside me is... Brian Kazaska. How's it going, Ben? It's a sad day. (laughs) 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 The end of the era. We are, uh, this is the last show... Thank you to uh, Scott Ryan for that intro. I thought it was the Red Room podcast there for a minute. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> epic. I was just like, how is he getting all these guests? Oh, wait, never mind. Never mind. Uh, but he did a fantastic job. And I'm so happy he did that because um, 2020 was the first year. No, we didn't have like an elaborate best up. You know, we just kind of did something different. And it was kind of nice that he he had that idea himself. So he did great. the twelve days of Christmas. That oh, was that's some... true. But you pushed him to do that, Ben. That, behind him. this, behind the red curtain, that was Ben's baby, and you push and and Scott did it. And, and, and Scott's not kidding. I was like, "Can you get Cheryl Lee?" I really did. I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm going to try to get everybody I can for that uh, Christmas uh, song for you know, just right." And, and you know what, though, I, I think the audience needs to know. I mean, that's that's really what has driven our podcast when it comes to interviews, the book. It's it's your tenacity, Ben. You push. You don't take no for an answer. And we have accomplished a lot because of that, I think. So I say yeah, thank you. I mean, I, I don't want anybody to think that I, I ask. I mean, I think if anything, that's all we can do is we can ask and they can say no. And, you know, it doesn't hurt to be like, hey, wouldn't this be fun? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it, it has pushed me past my comfort zone. Probably yourself, too. We wrote Definitely. a book together Definitely. that was yeah. beyond that was really- your comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> I know both of us like what do, we, what do we get ourselves into I mean especially when it was like every Sunday you and I were sitting at the library for the whole day till they kicked us out of the library right you know working on the book and stuff and it's like what did we get ourselves into but it it, it, it was successful it, it sold right. out and I mean it sold out and then you know as Scott has said you can still get it again by uh books on demand so they they just basically print one book if you want it and now you can get it anywhere on, on, on any Amazon, and you don't have to worry about shipping if you're 
from a different country. Right. Yeah. It's pretty wild to be on our second printing. I mean, yeah. who would have thunk? I, I honestly never thought that. So that's pretty. I cool. just wanted to, you know, make sure that we didn't have to, uh, you know, be going to debt for, for printing out books. I mean, cause, <laughs> right. We were self-publishing. And so the, as long as we didn't, we were in debt and, and Scott had tons of books left in his house. I was happy. I mean. Right, right. Uh, so what is this show? This is our last show. Uh, you know, what are we going to do, Brian? Well, you know I hope what? you brought lots of guests, guests and you've got a lot of theory and you've got uh, a lot of lasers and fireworks. And- I got it all, baby. I got it all. <laughs> um, I mean, we got a lot. We got a, a lot of voice messages and emails. I think this episode is going to be hearing the feedback from the community. And us reacting to it and talking. And maybe it'll bring back some memories, I think. Maybe it will. We can uh, reminisce a little bit and we can just wind down Twin Peaks Unwrapped as we know it. Uh, We'll talk a little bit later about the future Twin Peaks Unwrapped. But Ben, I think we should go into our first voicemail or email, whatever, whatever you have first in that doc. Yeah, and, and just to share with you, you know, it was so cool. We had this uh, phone number where people could call in and leave voice messages. And some people send us messages other ways, whether it was email or text or, or DMing. And my wife, Tracy, is actually reading those messages so that, you know, so that Brian and I don't have to read it <laughs> and stumble as we try this. <laughs> There's going to be a great email that goes back to, harkens back to the very beginning with us with mispronouncing names. So I'm excited to hear that one because that's going to bring up some great conversation. Do you want to do that one first since you brought it up? Oh, we should then. Hey there. First off, I both recently moved and discovered your podcast. It's been a pleasure to binge listen through dozens of hours of packing, cleaning, unpacking, and organizing. Thanks. And I just saw that you're ending it soon. So it goes. Anyway, I'm about 40 episodes in. So you may have addressed this trivial thing in the years between 2015 and 2021. It's about Ronette Pulaski, not the Pulaski-Polanski beef, but what Pulaski might reference. I think some listeners suggested Casimir Pulaski, the Polish aristocrat, which I doubt. While he seems to be a notable guy from Chicago to New York, nobody from the West Coast knows who he is. That's an exaggeration, but still. I'd suggest it's a nod to Ed Pulaski, a USFS guy who modified an ax so that it combined an axe head and an Adzi in one tool in order to help fight wildfires, cutting fire breaks, that sort of thing. He played a big part in fighting the devastating Idaho wildfires of 1910, which is well-documented in Tim Egan's fine book, The Big Burn. It seems a bit of a throwaway, but there's the fire reference. And as a Spokane kid, Lynch may have been familiar. That's all I got. Cheers, John. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. That sounds like your wife's voice. <laughs> yeah. Do I, do I even want to touch this? Do I even want to touch the Polanski, Pulaski? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I want to say thank you to everybody. Everybody who stuck through our growing pains. The problem with Ben and me, we're very much alike. Once one of us says a name incorrectly... That is the name we will both say uh, in, uh, uh, incorrectly, constantly, to the point that we believe that's the correct name. And oh, it man. just, I think, in the beginning, we, it, it was probably nerves. Sure. Uh, we're nervous. This is our first time doing the podcast. We're, we're kind of like trying to get things done. 
and I'm not, I'm, I'm making excuses here, but it's just who we are. We, we get that way. We get, we start laughing about stupid stuff. And before you know it, we can't remember what we, our own names. So yep. that whole thing debacle, which a lot of folks and, and would get stuck on and we get a lot of emails about. Um, well, it's because we rattled on about it forever. Too. I know we did. <laughs> and there was times where Ben said, I want to go back and cut that out. Yes, I want to look, lookify, you know, yeah, George yeah. Lucas, it. you know, I really did. I thought about going through 100 shows, 200, whatever we had to do to, to edit those out. But Right. And I mean, it only happened in that one episode, uh, I think. And I think it was brought up maybe once or twice. But yeah, you're right. Like, and then I said to Ben, I said, no, it's part of our history. It might aggravate some folks. But you know what? The people who make it through, they must enjoy us for some reason because it doesn't bother yeah. them. And we still have these new listeners who are still like, sometimes they get upset. They're like, it's like, you said names wrong. It's like, do your homework, do your homework. And they're like so mad at us. And I'm like, yeah, we make mistakes. And you know, we did take notes. We had our notes and yeah. still somehow we would mess up. And and in the, in the early days we didn't edit. And I think partly he's like, we were yeah. just trying to keep up with it. Like we were trying to, we wanted to put out a show every week. And it, it's a lot to try to do. 50 plus shows in a year and for us i we felt that we wanted to do that and part of that was okay maybe we weren't going to edit as much and i think at one point we were just built up enough that we okay we have a little bit more time to edit shows or or we miss a week and get yeah. it out but in the early days we just we were just trying to you know find ourselves here totally and i i think you brought up a great point ben because um as time moved on we became more uh, refined. We we became a little bit more perfectionist when it became came to the podcast. We put a lot of effort in editing uh, now on all the shows. It doesn't even matter if it's the simplest of show. One of us will edit the hell out of it. So mm. ooh, I yeah. mean, we have gotten a lot better. So those are our growing pains. That first uh, season, two seasons of the original Twin Peaks, um, covering that show. So. Thank you, everybody, who has stuck with us this whole time. And I'm so happy this person emailed us with a little bit, a, a deep dive on what that could have been a reference to. And I, it makes sense. I, I, I think it's totally plausible what this uh, this person said. I wish we had thought to, like, ask Mark Frost or something like that. Like, what does his name come from? Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. in all our research, we don't really have an answer. I mean, and I oh. can't really guess what, what why that person, you know, why that but name was. If... If, if it was a David Lynch thing, it would make more sense. But you know yeah. what? That's what Twitter's for. So we could potentially ask Mark Ross on Twitter. Or, you know, somebody else who's, you know, taking the torch to start your own show and <laughs> research yes. that, figure it out, find the answers. Right. Uh, you know, anybody out there that's willing to do it, I say go for it. But I, yeah. I like that. E I, I thank you so much for that email. And I, I like that theory that that's where it could have came from. Hello, Ben and Brian. This is Jubal Brousseau of the Counter Esperanto podcast. In the summer of 2016, I was taking a walk with your latest episode in my headphones, which happened to feature an interview with Twin Peaks superfan Christian Hartleben. At the time, the Peaks community was not only anticipating Twin Peaks' return, but also the secret history of Twin Peaks by Mark Frost. 
We knew that come October, the first canonical Twin Peaks material in decades would be in our hands. And if memory serves, Christian was discussing Frost's influences. At one point, he made note of Frost's brief on-camera role, news reporter Cyril Pons, which was a slight alteration of Solar Pons, a so-called psychic detective created by August Derleth, a friend, correspondent, and occasional collaborator of H.P. Lovecraft. I stopped cold in my tracks. You see, for a number of years, my oldest friend in the world, Carl Eckler, with whom I have long shared a love for weird fiction and Twin Peaks, and I had been trying and failing to nail down a workable long-term concept for a podcast about weird fiction. We had a couple of unreleased episodes in the can, but nothing really gelled for us. But here, thanks to your podcast, we found an angle. We would explore weird fiction using Twin Peaks, which we maintain is still the greatest expression of the capital W weird in television, as an anchor and thematic thread along which we can trace themes and other works by authors such as Lovecraft, Thomas Ligotti, and Franz Kafka, as well as other media. The secret history that Frost ultimately released was verification that such a connection was indeed warranted. Much later, in the return, a large photo of Franz Kafka was shown in Gordon Cole's office. I almost jumped out of my seat. At any rate, all of this is to say that Carl and I owe you guys a debt of gratitude, not just for inadvertently providing a spark of an idea, but for your openness and generosity to the entire breadth of the Twin Peaks community in all its aspects. You really are the Tonight Show of Twin Peaks podcasts. You have given the same attention to fan art creators, podcast hosts like us, and Twin Peaks burlesque performers as you have given to the show's creators, crew, and actors, including Frost and Kyle MacLachlan. And your consistency of quality and release schedule is a marvel unto itself. You will be sorely missed, and my hope is that we remain friends in the future. And if, as rumors have been floated and quashed, Twin Peaks comes back, or if there's another series forthcoming from David Lynch, we all may be graced by your unique, joyful voices once again. I love you guys, and thank you so much for all you've done. Jubal! Jubal's awesome, isn't he? And Jubal uh, and Carl from Counter Esperanto Podcast. Yeah, and I, it's great to hear that story about what kind of pushed them to do their podcast. I didn't know about that. Thank you, Jubal, for uh, you know giving us that behind-the-curtain peek to, into your life. We had them on episode 96. Oh, wow. 96, we had them on. And ever since then, we've been friends. I I did a um, a split. Well, not a split. A trifecta, maybe. It was uh, J.B. Mitten, Jubal, and myself. We did a, um, a Last of Us Part 2 review. Oh, and where was that? Was that was that, was that the Red Room podcast? Or? It went out on the Red Room podcast and went under my other podcast, Geekonomics. Um, and then it went under uh, uh, Counter Esperanto. Uh, nice. So, yeah, that was that was last summer. Wow. The three of us did that. Really? It was just last summer? It feels it like so much longer than that. I know. It was last because it came, came out in June, I believe. Yeah. But man, oh man, those two guys, their podcast is fantastic. If it's you so good. Subscribe to it today if you're not on there. I mean, they got a great back catalog. I think they put out episodes periodically. It's not something consistent, but when they put one out, it is really worth the listen. Yeah. So the, the knowledge that they have and, and, oh and <laughs> the depths they go into is, is so good. I have learned so much about HP Lovecraft because of them. <laughs> I, I yeah. know who HP Lovecraft was growing up in high school. 
Um, I read some of his short stories, but I didn't know the man. I didn't know the history. I didn't know, but they talk about him a lot. And I've learned a lot because of them and uh, uh, many other things. But that's the one thing that comes yeah. to mind anyway. And I think if I'm right, Jubal does music and it's like this ambient sound. It's just like so mysterious. Yeah. It's like, oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. But And before we go on to the next one, I do want to uh, let everybody know that if David Lynch, when David Lynch does drop something on Netflix next year, even if it's not Twin Peaks related, even though we all wanted it to be. Ben and myself will do a special uh, based on whatever Lynch does put out. We're- did I agree to this? You did. <laughs> okay, all right. You I know- thought it. I thought I thought I was setting to. Uh, we're we're splitting up, never to talk again, and never to work again. Right, right. The moment, <laughs> the moment we get a teaser trailer and it says what day it's coming out, I will get a text from Ben. Okay, you're ready to record. <laughs> No, what I thought you were going to say is like, okay, we we have to have pre-shows to set us up to get to that point. Yes, we have to do all three seasons again. (laughs) I was like, maybe no, we haven't actually done Community Rewatch for season three yet. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll make up the script. That's right. Yeah, well, fan fiction. Yeah, we'll we'll do it all up. We'll do it all up, yeah. Yeah, we will be back. Whatever Lynch does put out in the future. We are going to do a special show based on that. So yeah, that's I mean, why we I, talked yeah. about doing specials. I mean, it would. It's almost. I feel like it's like Red Room timeline, Red Room podcast, where they they do it when they feel like it. They don't put one out every week, but if they if there's something that they're interested in, they want to share, they put a show out. And I think that's what we're talking about. Maybe doing specials here and there. Right. Yeah. That's why I I ask you do not unsubscribe to us. Keep us in your podcast feed, please you know, still be with us on social media because we're still going to have a presence of social media even when the podcast is dark. And we do have a list of ideas for even this year. So it's possible you could hear from us again in 2021. Correct. I hope people enjoyed the the What If Cooper show because I feel like we were that was one of those times where we could put more energy into it and we had the time to kind of get the audio clips and kind of, you know, just think it for a little longer and come up with theories. And I think if you like that kind of thing, I think we could do things like that in the future again, if maybe. Yeah, definitely. That was a lot of fun. Ryan and Ben, what can I tell you both? For six years, I've joined you as you've explored the corners and contours of one of the most significant television productions in a generation. You opened Twin Peaks up to me again after many years of quiet despair after I had experienced the show as it aired in the early 1990s, and as the critical analysis mostly dried up in the decades that followed, with a respectful nod to John Thorne and Miller's Wrapped in Plastic magazine. I loved your experimental approach to the analysis, with Ben, a longtime Twin Peaks devotee, accompanying Brian on his first time viewing experience. It was both refreshing and revelatory. You cared about the little things, from script deletions and rewrites, through to production insights and character development, Your podcast interviews with many of the cast and crew were both insightful and nourishing. Twin Peaks means the world to so many of us. Thank you both for the care you took in handling our obsession and the commitment and enthusiasm you consistently show to delivering really outstanding content. I wish you the very best for the future. Adam McGinnis. Thanks, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Um, That was a very sweet, uh, very sweet letter. Thank you so much. Yeah, it is crazy to think what a community we got ourselves in. I, I've always we we feel blessed every time. I, it's unbelievable, unbelievable. 
is it so strange how like you start off as the newbie and it's in some ways that seems so long ago but to go through all those seasons and then us getting to experience season three together for the first time and yeah that was kind of cool to be honestly you know people say you have the like you get the uh, you get a new job and you have the imposter syndrome you feel Hmm. like an imposter like you don't feel like you should be there like everyone's way above you you feel like why am i here um, when we first started the show and we had John Thorne on and we had, you know, all these other folks on, uh, Brad Dukes, right? And everybody, I had imposter syndrome because I felt like, well, what am I doing here? Like, hmm. everybody knows this show inside and out. I, I, I'm just getting into it. I felt like the outsider until I finished all of one and two. And then Firewalk with me because I still felt like I was missing that piece. Oh yeah. Um, so I, for me to go through my journey and finally feel like, oh, I I can talk about this now and I can dig in more because now I under I understand what I saw. Uh, it felt good. So and, and the, I think the community is very it's like very welcoming towards people getting into yeah, it. You definitely. there are some communities where people are just like uh, gatekeepers, right? Everything yeah. and there's no gatekeepers here. I've never met a gatekeeper at all in the twenty. That's true. And you know, I was always so jealous of you because you were seeing this with, with fresh new eyes. So you, you know, like to be able to go back in time to younger myself where I got to see Twin Peaks for the first time. And I get to kind of relive that a little bit just by watching you. And I'm still so surprised that you never figured out who the killer was for you to be in shock and be like, no. <laughs> I, you know, we said I, I, I came kind of close, right? With some yeah. artwork or, no, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell a story. Uh, it was Father's Day, I believe, and I posted a photo of Leland, I think. <laughs> happy Father's he, Day. Happy Father's Day. And I posted not it. Ironically, not, not ironically. Not ironically. I thought because he was a, a grieving father that yeah. I would post it Father's <laughs> Day. And Ben just like, Brian, you sure you don't know who killed Laura Palmer? I'm like, no. <laughs> did, I, did I say that? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, you did afterwards you didn't mention to me i never saw the photo of cooper with his head smashed against the mirror with i never saw that photo because i kind of stayed away from a lot of things Hmm. Uh, but now you see that photo everywhere you see that photo everywhere Um, so true it's like it's so hard for somebody who is maybe new that would love to get into twin peaks to have that image in front of them because they're kind of like what's happened to cooper here and yeah right right so i was lucky I think I got in. It's also hard when I'm managing the Facebook page. Yes. I mean, I'm managing it, but I'm also getting us embedded with other groups. And then my my Facebook feed is just basically Twin Peaks. So mm-hmm. I lucked out. I lucked out. I also thought David Bowie was somehow in season two of Twin Peaks. Oh, I yeah. Was like, I was like, where is David Bowie? <laughs> I saw that photo everywhere. And I'm yeah. like, how come David Bowie hasn't shown up? That's funny. I was so confused. So confused. Hey, Ben and Brian, it's John Bernardi. Um, <laughs> I'm terrible at these things, but um, I'm going to give it a go anyway. Um, I mean, I I can't believe that I've been listening to you guys for almost six years at this point. And um, I am so proud of how much you guys grew into what you did. And um I mean, it's it's amazing. I, I've been going through your show notes, and it took me like over two deep breaths just to 
just to be able to say all the actor and crew names that you've interviewed over the course of this whole thing. And I mean, wow. <laughs> I mean, sure, you do the work and you've got the tenacity and everything to be able to pull off all that, but it's way more than that. I mean, you wouldn't be able to get people like uh, Kyle McLaughlin. I mean, my God. And um, David Lynch wouldn't just be automatically sending you a message to your to your watch group if you guys were jerks about anything. I mean, the the thing I'm most astounded with, like you've never big timed ever on any of this stuff. I mean, even when you're publishing a book, you guys are so hum- you're so humble, and you have so much integrity about everything that you do. I mean, there's a reason why everybody wants to work with you. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm 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 super proud of you guys. You're not just analyzing a show with with this podcast. I mean, you're doing so much more than that. You're you're you're, you're telling a story of a show and its entire fandom. You know, you you guys are basically making a, a document of history of why this show is important to the culture that you're right in the middle of. Anyway, guys, I'm getting a little rambly, so I appreciate all you do and all you are. Thanks much for six years of awesomeness and just, you know, being the guys you are. Take care. John Bernardi. Oh, man. You know what? I He was on episode 95 of our podcast. So way back in the beginning, he talked about his earthquake theory, <laughs> uh, which still resonates with me to this day. Um, every time he's been on the show, he's always brought in such a new perspective, a new take uh, that still it always sticks with me. You know, going forward, what he has talked about or written about, well, I will just incorporate it what I think. And uh, I mean, because I, I think his stuff is so interesting. And of course, John, you know, well before he was on our show, he would email us and say, like, you know, <laughs> he would he would tell us how we could be improving ourselves. You know, he would really suggest certain things. And I appreciate that. I appreciate constructive criticism. So there was times where he was like, oh, you could be doing this. Or why do you say that? And <laughs> I want to throw my phone. <laughs> yes, I will say, John Bernardi, we love you. I think you are an amazing cheerleader. I think you've always been a a supportive uh, person towards all the podcasts. I yeah, hear your name so awesome. being thrown out on other Twin Peak podcasts that I listen all to the time. all the time. Yeah, you gave us criticism in the very beginning, but it was it, it was great because it was done in love. It was done because yeah, he enjoyed he it and he better. saw the potential of what we could be. Right. And you seem to do that with everybody. And I think it's mm-hmm. fantastic. And I, I think John Bernardi is a fantastic cheerleader for the community at large. And he's a big supporter of a lot of the podcasts. And I, I don't know if he's still doing it. So I, I don't be mad at me if I don't know this. But I, I believe at one time you were kind of giving like a small... Uh, uh, it was a weekly thing, like what's happening this week on the, the, on the Twin Peaks podcast, yeah. which was awesome and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was. I really got a kick out of that, just because I couldn't hear all the Twin Peaks podcasts, but he would give like little uh, descriptions of what's happened this week. That was great. And I really love his his theories and his articles for Twenty Five Years Later site. I mean, he did one where uh, there was like a deleted scene in the Blue Rose 
deleted scene in the Blu-ray of uh, Twin Peaks Blu-ray, and I think it was it was like the the giant the fireman was like saying about the 13th beware of the 13th sycamore and stuff like that. But he did a cool article about that. But he's always doing really cool theories. Yeah, I, I just love it. I love his work. Right. So check him out at 25 years later, and you'll just your mind will be blown. And thank you, John. Thank you, John, again for being there for us throughout the years and that awesome uh, message. Twin Peaks Unwrapped, Ben and Brian, you guys are the best. I'm so glad I started listening, following, and made friends with you both. I'll never forget our adventure to New York City for split screens and then recording the pod on our train ride back. You both are the best and I shall miss you. But at least I know we'll see each other again soon, my friends, and not in 25 years. Meanwhile, JC. JC! I love that. That was what an experience that was going our trip to New York and we're all on the train and the sound of the train and us recording a podcast on it. I, it, it that was kind of special. That was kind of crazy. It was very special. And I think it was so cool that we you were we were talking to JC on Twitter and she was part of the book house babes. And you're like, oh, my God, you live like 20 minutes away from us. Well, for yeah. me. Yeah, uh, right. She was 20 minutes away from me. And we were, were like, you know what? Why don't you come into the studio when we are pre-pandemic? And why don't we record a show with you? And we used to do these things. Uh, we haven't done them in a very long time. Our we live would, shows. Our live shows. We go Facebook Live or Twitter Live, whatever. That was, we could, sometimes the audio wouldn't work. Who knows? It was a lot of mishaps. <laughs> but we would record it. And basically, it was just like you, me, and JC just talking about stuff. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. It, uh, and, you know, I, I'd have a, this past year, I had JC scheduled, like, we'll do a live show with her. And it just never happened and stuff, unfortunately. It's just like our lives and technology and all of that. But it was, she was on the list to, to, to try to do another show. But who knows? I, I know. And I, I think we got her on. She did some voice recordings for Community Watch. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So that's so great. And we, we had her on. For a community watch with John Bernard, uh, not John Bernard, with uh, John Thorne. Yeah. So that was kind of like the last time we had her on. So at least we got her on th that way. But JC, it's been amazing. Uh, I'm so happy you invited us to your birthday. And that's where the idea that I presented to Ben about David Lynch Madness. Was that right? Yes. Is that her birthday? What, what, what motivated you? What made you think of that idea? I had the idea in the back of my head, and then when we were at the birthday party, we don't we didn't know anybody, mm. so we were just talking amongst ourselves. And I said, "Man, I have this idea I'd like to do." And then I did it that, like, I don't know that year. Yeah, first one. That was pretty but cool. I, I presented like the, it to the basketball mad uh, March yeah. Madness brackets and all that. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey guys, hope I made it in time. This is Joel. I wanted to thank you so much for having me on. So many times, so many great conversations, um, so many fun uh, Lynch Madness games to play. And I really enjoyed the opportunity to take part in this. And uh, I don't know, I, I hope that I can make it up to all of you in some way at some point, because I feel like you've you've really um, given me a, an opportunity to to talk to your audience and just to talk with you guys. I love meeting you in person at uh, Worcester a few years ago for the Twin Peaks uh, event. So I hope we can do that again sometime. All right. Enjoy your last show. We'll all enjoy listening to it. Bye-bye. 
Joel Baco, the man, the myth, the legend, I think. Uh, yes. How can he say that? I, I hope he makes it up to us. We're the one that should, should be in his, uh, be grateful to him. He, I think he was like one of the first people to, to guest on our show between him and uh, Brad Dukes being episode, the first. Episode 56, I believe, uh, was uh, Joel Baco. Um, and that was very early on. Uh, this was, we were getting to fire walk with me. Hmm. Um, and you told me about his, his, um, at the movies. Jo- yeah. Journey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Journey through Twin Peaks, uh, video series he has. Right. And so we, you contacted him and man, it, he's been like, it's like the, uh, like, he's like an unseen unofficial member of us like he's been on the show probably the most time he's like our right. bill murray if we were uh, the tonight show right if we were letterman bill murray was on that show a million times and he's kind of like that because he's been on our show a lot and he did the whole madness series with us which was really cool and getting to meet him in person like he said was that was a great night i i, I think about the night all the time oh it's yeah it's so pretty special yeah, and he's such a he's such a scholar, such a, a brilliant person. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I, I I'm always amazed like the knowledge he's able to take and then compare it to films and television, all that, amazing. And like, so I'm I was always grateful that he would come on the show. If anything, like we probably had him on less over the past couple of years because he was busy on his own podcast and I didn't want to bother mm. him because he had he he's got so many other projects he's working on. And anytime he'd be like, "Yeah, I'll join for the the madness shows," I'd be like, "Yes, we got Joel." And like, and Ben, he had his own segment on our show for a little that's bit. That's right. He, he did, had his own right? segment. <laughs> so he was like the third right. member of this podcast, so a yep. weird, in a weird way, I think. So we what happened all, to those segments? We did segments. I mean, I, I oh. always if we do these specials, I I kind of think we should go back to doing segments again, especially because we could get like, you know, updates on Twin Peaks where we're at. And I don't know. The segment thing was kind of fun. I think it was fun. I don't think we need to go back to segments. What? <laughs> we, well, had, we had we had music for every segment and, i know oh, i know i know it's great goodness. yeah i think it was a great idea ben i think that was a fantastic idea and having joel part of that was very special and yeah. uh we owe a, a great deal to you joel Baco, for for allowing us to have you on our show because i think you elevated it so thank definitely. you definitely and i can always kind of you know i was like joel like he knew his stuff and like we almost didn't need to have a show. It's like, just put right. the microphone in front of Joel. We'll go have dinner and come back because like he, he just knows stuff. Like he just like, he can talk and he expresses himself amazingly. And it was just, I'm so glad he has his own show and his own podcast now because that, that's what he should be doing. Subscribe to that podcast today. I'm telling you, he does, he does more than just Twin Peaks. So if you're a movie buff, that's where to go. Hi, Ben. This is 1400 River Road, and I just want to say I'm going to miss you guys so much. Thank you for all of the hard work you've done over the years. Thank you for the incredible interviews, your book, and the Twin Peaks Unwrapped Watch Party. I've made, have, have had so many great times uh, in the watch party, and I still can't believe that you got David Lynch and Kyle McLaughlin. That is amazing. So, um, and, I, and I want to thank you for the latest episode of Twin Peaks Unwrapped because of the amazing Kenneth Welsh, Welsh performance. So, and I, I thank you for everything. 
That's fourteen hundred. She's awesome. I mean, like, she's always she's always researching things and and reaching out to us and being like, "What about this? And what about that? And oh, can you give me access to this?" Because she's you know researching and and discovering Twin Peaks for herself, and it's so awesome uh, that she. Thank you for the message. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, she she mentions the cast party, but well. You know what? We're going to talk about that a little bit later on when we have. Um, yeah, the cast watch parties. We can talk yeah. about that later. But again, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll save that for later. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the message. Hi, Ben and Brian. It's Bill Abelson in Seattle. I'm shopping here today with Josie's drawer pull. And I also want to send very deep thanks for carrying on the Twin Peaks flame with such love. I think you've gotten to interview basically everyone because you're just very sincere, down to earth guys, and everyone feels comfortable with you. Also, huge gratitude for opening up Unseen Players. That's been a huge thrill for me, my lovely partner, Blythe, and my great friends, Chris and Becky. I look forward to your future special podcasts and to seeing you in the trees, either Northwest or Northeast. Ciao. Thanks, Bill. And yeah, Bill was awesome on the Unseen, part of the Unseen Players. He was playing the flute and he yes. get into characters. And he, yeah, he's awesome and stuff. And Friends with Chris Matthews. I mean, we, we knew Chris Matthews from festivals and stuff, and it was yeah. so cool that like we hadn't touched base with him in years, and Bill kind of brought him into the uh, the community rewatch shows, which was so awesome. I, I mean, I am so happy we that we opened it up to to the community because we got all these folks involved, and I think it really made their day. I mean, it made my day when I got to listen to it. Because you would edit these things, Ben, and you did such a great job. And I would listen to it and just the love and so much. Fun. You can hear the fun in their voices. They're having a, this is a great time. So, yeah. Yeah. These community rewatches were so much fun. They were a lot more work because there were so many pieces to it, but it was mm. so much fun. And to have, you know, people from 25 years later work on it and the pink room burlesque people work on it. And then I was really scared to do this. And I think we've said this on the past shows, but. Brian, you were like, we should just open it to everybody. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a nightmare. I ha we have to depend on new people. And how do I know they're really going to record this and they're going to be able to... But they did. They came through. And not only did they come through, they added new things to the show. And, you know, that made it so special. That made it so special. I'm so glad... I think I think we work good for each other, Brian. That You know, there's times where both of us are outside of our comfort and we push each other and say, we can do this. And it's yeah. like, so to, to, to invite new people and to get new blood working on these shows, it was so special. Yeah. Every time we push each other, I think um, there's resistance in the beginning. But yep. then once that resistance is broken and it happens, it's a beautiful thing. My take recently is Deputy Andy is the real hero. The typical fool on the hero's journey, bumbling around with an open heart, saving everyone, even if by accident. By the end of season three, he's transformed. The only one pure enough to not be corrupted by the Lodge, Katie, at KT Sweet and Spicy. So I think I, I posted something about us ending our show and Katie on Twitter uh, sent this uh, a message. But she thinks that Andy is the true hero of Twin Peaks. You know, he- <laughs> I kind of I, agree. <laughs> I kind of agree. Is he the dreamer? You know, he says, what does he say? I'm a whole town? I'm a whole damn town. Maybe he represents everybody. He is the dreamer. And he, I mean, think about when I'm in the pilot, how he cried and he was so, there was so much empathy yes. in that character. And I think 
if we all could be that way, if we all could try to be more understanding of each other and try to, you know, care for each other a little bit more and maybe put ourselves in each other's shoes to say, you know, life isn't easy. And, and you, his journey, the hero's journey of Andy, I mean, he went from liking, liking Kimmy, from <laughs> Kimmy manipulating two men to thinking one of them could be the mother, <laughs> the father to her unborn child making them compete uh, for her love. No DNA test, no nothing. And she just <laughs> picks Andy out of the, you know, like you're yeah. the father, I guess. Um, and Andy not even questioning it and just saying, okay, I love yeah. you unconditionally, warts and all, and I will be with you. And then we come back 25 years later, they're still together. Yeah. And she's still pushing his buttons about the chair. And oh, she, but it, she turned out that she really wanted his, his him to get the chair. So yeah, he, she but, really... yeah, I know there was this manipulation going on there. Uh, uh, but <laughs> like fun play with each yes, other. They yeah, love yeah, each yeah, other. yeah. No, I. That's what I'm getting. Oh, pumpkin. pumpkin. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I really love the base chair. And Lucy, I really love the red chair. And I really love the base chair, Andy. I'm sorry, Punky. You can get the base chair you know cheekiness between yeah. the two oh punky um and but then andy goes out like we see andy briefly out in the wild without kim without you know without kimmy or whatever uh, yeah. uh and he's like all business like he is right. he, he's not putting up with anything like i i kind of wanted more of that yeah and then at the very end for the giant that like basically put him into place where he needs to go and he, he absorbs information. Why Andy? Maybe because he is purely good. Right. Um, and they, they trust him maybe. So, and he was the hero. I mean, he, he was, was kind of the hero. I, I do agree with that. So I think everybody had a moment to shine. I mean, mm. can <laughs> Lucy has a moment to shine with the gun. They're right. shooting uh, Mr. C. Yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. That's really nice. I'm a whole damn town. Woo! Man, the last episode of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. Um, I, I don't even know what to say. This is Andrew Grievous from 25yearslatersite.com. You know, um, I, I guess really what I want to say is thank you, Ben and Brian. You guys have been friends to the entire fan community you've been friends to my website you've been friends to me over the past several years listening to your podcast even before i got to know you guys i felt like i knew you guys and i think that's just one of the big strengths of your show you know i remember sitting in my cubicle in my corporate america job with my headphones and listening to your early early episodes you know, when the show was first starting and really like I was excited for Brian to get to the point where he knew who the killer was. Um, 
it's just been a wild ride. You know, I, I told John Bernardi that I would sing the Golden Girls theme song, but I just don't have it in me tonight. Um, I'm a little choked up. You guys are the best. I love you. Thank you for everything. Andrew, our Andrew. partner. I, I, he said in the past that like we helped him put 25 years later site on the map. I don't believe that. I think we've always were there. We were we were going up together. I felt like we've always been like a team. And uh, if anything, we own more than 25 years later site. I mean, they're always <laughs> lending their their team over to us to to do community rewatch or to do other shows that we've had. And like they, what a great team they've been. And I, I'm gonna miss <laughs> you know these shows with them. Yeah, um, we've had Andrew on multiple times. One thing was kind of cool. So we did this is, a, maybe during the segments when we we're doing segments we would actually have a segment where they would read an article and we had them read an article. Whoever wrote the article would read it and we would have it in our show. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. It was kind of cool. And the coolest thing now is that, you know, they're still kind of doing that. If, if you, if you join, uh, is it their Patreon or yes. their, if you join with them, you can get articles read by the author, by the team of 25 years later site, which is so cool. I mean, to hear John Bernardi articles or any of the other team members, that's something that they're doing right now. I think if you, uh, a Patreon member there, I am a Patreon. Ben is a Patreon member and in my email, I'll get the file and I can just listen to it while I'm working. Right. I love so it. Cool. Yeah. And, and there's I something special about articles too, because you know, there's so much thought put into how every word is and then to hear it read it's such a beautiful thing right yeah and i think it's pretty their patreon's really reasonable it's like for a dollar i think is the lowest tier or whatever two dollars something yeah but it's great but 25 years later has always been a very important part of twin peaks unwrapped and vice versa i think we've we've helped each other throughout the years and i i think we'll still help each other uh yeah the- yeah. The coolest thing, I believe I went to uh, Ohio for a Firewalk With Me event with Ray Wise and Cheryl Lee. And Andrew was there and Andrew and I had breakfast together. And that was the so first cool. time meeting him in person. And like, I felt like I had known him. I thought he was like, you know, he felt like a best friend and stuff. Because like, we've talked and hung out so much through the podcast. And it, But it was so, something special to actually get to meet him in person. And uh, that was so awesome. Yeah. Great, great people. Such great people. And uh I wish them all success. I mean, it seems like Andrew's doing amazing things. He's got three sites. He's got his horror site and the sports site and then uh, 25 years later. So it's such a cool thing. Definitely. So check them out on social media, their webpage, and definitely check out that Patreon. Hi, Ben. This is Eli Redman calling you. I just want to say thank you to you and Brian for all that you've done for the Twin Peaks community which is such an amazing community. Um, I hope whatever else you're going to do is going to be fantastic. I'm sure it will. I'll miss you guys. And um, I do have lots of theories, but boy, too many and too long to leave here. Thanks so much for everything. You guys take care. Bye. Thank you, Eli. Thank you so much. Uh, We still have thoughts and theories, too. Hopefully one day we'll get to them. Like our what if show that we did uh, was our first time into season three, really. Our first time talking about season three. In like four years? Is that, yeah. I don't believe that. It's crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Um, what are you going to do after this? I mean, so what are your big plans now? 
Who, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> I'm taking a vacation. <laughs> I know, me too. I know. This is all I can think of. It's like, oh, it's summertime. It's like, I don't have any plans right now for like, for projects. I, I, I'm going to say this right now. To everybody out there, uh, this is a vacation well-deserved for Ben. Uh, and Brian. And for my, myself, this, like I said before, I'll reiterate this again. We'll be back with a, with specials here and there. Um, and I think having time off in between things allows us to put a little extra work into those specials. And of course, if Lynch popped out season four unexpectedly, of course, we'll be back covering season four if that happened. This summer, it was, it's going to be so nice just just to have a, a nice summer and relax and not have to worry about anything. I think no come deadlines. September, we're going to be like, I miss doing the show, you know? The kids will go back to school. Uh, things will be like, yeah, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Why don't I have the podcast? And then, you, know, you, don't, yeah. you don't bring up enough about your other podcast. Can you pitch it? Share it with us again about what you do. on You have your other weekly podcast. I have another weekly podcast I've been doing for well over 10 years now. Mm. Well over 10 years uh, uh, with um, Mark Warnock. We do Geekonomics podcast. I do share it on my Twitter feed, uh, Dan Fine Job on Twitter. And we record it every Monday. There's no editing. Okay, so there's no... It is. Warts and all goes out there. It's about an hour long. We just talk about pop culture news. Uh, right now, you know, like we're going to be covering Loki. We'll be talking about Loki every week, you know. So that's basically it. Uh, if you like that kind of stuff, you can join us. I'm not going to say it's perfect. It's like said, I think you guys have a lot of fun. I mean, yeah, I mean, we have fun. Listening to that podcast for many, many years, I mean, that's what made me think, boy, you'd be great to do a Twin Peaks podcast because you... <laughs> Mark and you have so much fun and and both of you are so passionate and, and, and you have so much excitement about anything, whether it be video games and TV and movies and all that. And I was like, you guys are awesome. So I definitely recommend it, checking out. If you miss Brian on a weekly basis, you should be listening to that podcast. All right. Yeah, check it out. Geekonomics <laughs> Podcast. Uh, hopefully you'll like it and you'll stay with us. And Ben appeared in a couple a lot episodes way long ago. Oh my gosh, did I? Yeah, briefly. What? They're not up anymore, but you did show uh, up on a couple. Was it related to my work? Did it happen? <laughs> no, I don't no. know. I don't know what we were talking. I think you just right. would you you would just open the door and laugh, and then That's you right. would suck you in. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Yeah. That's great. It has been so great to get to know you guys through your podcast and all of the wonderful books you've collaborated with people on. Here's to the future, or is it the past? Either way, cheers. Love, Ricky. Ricky is awesome. She is always promoting everything we've done, you know, whether it be the podcast or the book, and uh, she's just so awesome. And I think she's got a great spirit, and I just love the things that she posts. I mean, sometimes she's just posting about every day, her life and stuff, but she is so awesome. And uh, I thank you so much for that support. Yeah, thank you so much for the uh, the message. Hey, Ben and Brian, it's Diana Stavrilakis. I wanted you guys to know that because of your efforts to make everyone feel included, that this was the first time in 31 years that I actually felt comfortable enough to join in and get involved. I also want to tell you that I think that John Thorne got it 100% right when he said during the Ultimate Lynch Madness episode that you guys picked up the torch where Wrapped in Plastic left off. 
I think because of your efforts to include everyone and to reach out into the community that you've developed a sort of brand that Twin Peaks Unwrapped represents a lot of different activities still going on within the community. So in that way, I think your legacy is that it will live on even after the podcast. So I look forward to your special events down the road. And Brian, I'm serious. I'm coming over to hang out in that World Schoolish Rec Room you developed. So keep a rolling rock chilled for me. Take care, you guys. Thanks again. Ah, so sweet. Thank you, Diana. Yes. And, you know, these these watch parties, you know, it was like for the 30th anniversary when, uh, yeah, when the 30th anniversary of the pilot was happening, we started these watch parties through cast, which, you know, we were online. Everybody could just come on and watch Twin Peaks. So we started it. We, we, every week we'd have a couple episodes we'd show and went through season one, two, Firewalk With Me, and season three. And, you know, when, when we got done with season three, people who were coming every week, they, they really formed their own community uh, and they had so much fun and they wanted to keep going. And I think, you know, we were done. We had done the thing, but Diana kind of took the torch and she said, I'll keep it going. And she has it's week after week. The cast watch parties, Twin Peaks Unwrapped cast watch parties are still going. Yeah. I think right now they're going to be doing uh, David Lynch films, but it's, it's funny to hear Diana say that like she didn't really get as involved because she's so involved now and yeah. like she does such a great job every week with these cast watch parties because she'll have like a pre-show stuff, some music, or she'll have different videos, sometimes videos that other uh, other people from the cast community shared. And it was just so much fun. I mean, uh, it wasn't that long ago that... Uh, Caitlin had a birthday and we all wished her a happy birthday. We all sent uh, Diana videos to wish uh, Caitlin a, a happy birthday. So that, what a great community. And right. it's so nice to hear that, uh, that, that it's going, it's continuing to go after we're gone. Right. And you know what, uh, Diana, I would say you took the torch from us with cast and you created that community has been created and you just keep it going and the love and passion behind that is awesome and i hope the twin peaks unwrapped cast party will just go on and i also would hope that like maybe way down the line diane's like i i gotta stop but someone else will pick up that torch and continue it so right. maybe it would just be a continuous thing friday nights for years to come so we thank you so much for doing that for doing that for the community and i sure everybody appreciates appreciates it and if you haven't participated i think it's usually like between 8 p.m 9 p.m or so they usually start eastern time they usually start these off and they'll have their pre-show and then they'll, they'll watch you the twin peaks or or a david lynch or something usually related something that that everybody wants to just hang out and enjoy and it's great and sometimes is it even really about the movies or television show probably not it's no. really about the community and and everybody coming in and and joking and laughing and just talking about things that they love oh god yeah you know what um <laughs> for people who don't know k-a-s-t all capital letters it's an app if you go if you get on that you can type in twin peaks unwrapped you'll find it you send an invite she'll allow you to come in and you know i was in the beginning parts um, then the weather got nice and I, I wouldn't, I would, me and my wife would be doing stuff outside or whatever. So I wasn't really part of it, but I would pop in now and again and all the inside jokes 
all the inside jokes I didn't get. It. I'm like, oh my god! So everybody <laughs> had shorthand with each other and typing a mile a minute, and I'm like, I'll type like one word, but they just had like five conversations. Like I don't even know what's going on. But give it time, and, and they yeah. uh, they're all very uh, open oh, to, yes. to new people, and you know it doesn't take too long to be part of a, uh, the community. Oh. Yeah, once you get in there, it's great. Um, <laughs> and Ben, you know, Ben has some great, amazing surprises that he pulled off, and then you know. They're doing amazing stuff with the community right now. Yeah, it was so cool that d during uh, during COVID, uh, uh, you know, we were able to reach out to cast and crew of right. Twin Peaks, and they would do these videos that we were part of, like the pre-show that they would just like hi fans and stuff, and that was amazing. And you know, I think besides that, I think the community, I think we feel so good too to have these these actors and uh, these cast people all participate in this. And surely the big one of the big highlights was, of course, getting Kyle McLaughlin. I mean, for him to get into character as Dale Cooper and and just have fun and say hi to everybody, that was it's so special. And th this is still insane to have David Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we tried for years to get David Lynch on the podcast. And, yeah, and I totally understand. I mean, I don't even know what I would say to him, anyways, and stuff. I don't know what. Yeah. I, yeah. But for him to be like, hey, you know what? People need this right now. Especially it was during the time that we were supposed to do the uh, the Graceland event. Graceland event. It was both. A, it got it got delayed a couple times, and I always thought maybe Lynch would have done a, a greeting for that. So for him to be around the same time that we were supposed to have that event, for him to, you know, say hi to the fans, that was so special. That was something really incredible. Hi Ben and Brian. After all these episodes, shows, interviews, specials. I can't believe it's already the end. It went by so fast. I just wanted to thank you for these six years of happiness in your company. Well, for you, I'm just a stranger among others, like thousands of us. It has been an immense and endearing adventure. Wishing you beautiful projects and encounters to come. See you one of these days. Dale Coop from France. Dale Coop from France. Oh, I love it from France. I love the international listeners. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I. You know what's crazy? I, you know what? You know how I like my numbers, like past episodes where I'm like, oh, we get so many hits from this country or whatever. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't bring that up today, which maybe I should have because uh, I'm interested now. But it's crazy. Uh, we get a lot of listenership from overseas, a lot of UK uh, listeners. France is like the first, I think this is the first time we ever got a message from France. So that's kind of cool. So that's thanks. awesome. Yeah. So cool. Ben and Brian. I wanted to take the time to thank you for your wonderful podcast and all that you have done for the Twin Peaks community. I found your podcast looking for something to listen to on my hour-long daily drive to see my mother in the hospital. While she is no longer with us, the joy that you gave me during those difficult times will not be forgotten. The weekly rewatch during the pandemic was sometimes all I had to look forward to. I don't do social media, so I cannot thank you publicly but please know that you both have been an important part of my life and I'm grateful. I'm not sad that the podcast is almost over as all things must end. I wish you and your families the best and I thank them for letting you take the time to make this amazing tribute to the works of Lynch and Frost. I will see you in the trees, the real Jerry Owens. Thank you, Jerry. It's so great to hear. I mean, we hear this a lot that people are just like listening to us in the car and on their rides. And I mean, it's wonderful to hear that it was something that there was some comfort or joy while you were going through that difficult time. And I'm, I'm sorry about your mom and 
and all that. And thank you for sharing that message with us. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I, I think like uh, it's weird. I listen to I, I listen to a lot of podcasts like you do, and it seems to be. I almost podcasts uh, is comfort food for a lot of folks, uh, including myself, uh, especially 2020, right? Uh, yes. Crappy year for everybody, but um, it is comfort food. And I think like it's sometimes you listen to a podcast. Like I have podcasts I listen, I've been listening to for so long. I feel like I'm best friends with these folks and mm. they don't even know me. But yeah. when you listen to them, you can escape and forget all that crap that's going on in your life for just that little bit. So I'm happy we got to do that for you and for others too. Um, I, I, I think that's really cool. Yeah. And even just starting this podcast, I, I don't know. I mean, for me, it was like I'm at probably my lowest in life. I mean, uh, I lost uh, my daughter and that just totally sucked. And I didn't, you know, what I wanted to do with my life. I was just extremely down and miserable. And seeing you at my birthday party, you always light up the room, Brian. I mean, to me, it was I was <laughs> excited just to chat with you and talk with you. And to bring back my own memories of childhood of, of Twin Peaks that brought joy to me and stuff. And I'm so excited that you said, yes, let's do a podcast. And and that's what, you know, for me, I, I you know, I could laugh and and have happiness, which I hadn't had in a while, because mm. I get to hang out with you, Brian. I got to chat with you, and 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 uh, it makes it so special. So, I yeah, I can relate to podcasts, and I can relate to just doing this show, that it can kind of help people sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy we you asked me, Ben. I mean, I I'm totally blessed that you 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 were like Brian, let's do this, and I'm like, yeah, your birthday. I think I walked in the door and the first thing out of your mouth was, Brian, I have an idea for a podcast and I want you wow. to do it. I literally think I walked into that room and that was just like, man. I, that does I, sound about right, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. sounds like I had something on my mind. And it's like, oh yeah, there's Brian. We're the same way because I do it to my wife all the time. And she hates yeah. Like, it's oh. six in the morning. Why are you telling me this? Go to bed. <laughs> you know? So. Even it's like you know we yeah people wonder is like oh are we still gonna talk to each other after the podcast I mean we we text each other every single day and it'll be probably eleven o'clock at night I've got this idea and yeah, it's like yeah. it's like Brian might not see this but when he wakes up he's like oh Ben's still still yes. working on something four in the morning <laughs> I got a message from Ben uh, um and a little behind the red curtain uh, Ben and myself have been friends for years before this podcast, I think this podcast brought us together closer. True. Believe it or not, I went to the college that Ben worked at. I actually knew Ben and his wife before, the, when they were just dating. Yeah. I How knew, I remember you were gonna get married, I think the next day and you came in, I, I was working at the radio station at the local college and you came in and you were all nervous about getting married. And <laughs> we're like, we were busting your chops because you weren't prepared, you weren't packed or anything. Yeah, I think I, less about getting married and more about I had to work on my vows and yes. I did not get myself together to, to, to put that together. So even in real life, I am, I'm struggling to get things together. <laughs> and I and this is back in 2004-ish, that area. Yeah, 2003, I'm, right? Yeah, 2003. Yep. So uh, that's how long Ben and me have known each other. Wow. And so Almost 20 years. We're getting close to 20 years. Right. right? About 20 right. years. Uh, and, but I think in the last six years, we've definitely become more close 
more comfortable with each other. We we know we know how to push each other's buttons. We know <laughs> what makes each other laugh. And um, road trips are always the best when I yes. have Ben beside me because we're laughing our asses off. We come up with a new podcast. Besides our lost podcast, we'll have who's that? What's that name? What's that, that name? <laughs> that name. Like we don't remember the name of something, so we'll make a whole show of it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's horrible. We'll be like, did you see that show? Who's in it? Oh, you know that guy. Well, that who's guy. that guy? A B C D. Exactly. You gotta go through the alphabet. You got it. You think we were like? You think we we're eighty years old or something? Yes. It's like you know. <laughs> that person <laughs> with that face he's got a that mustache face. oh yeah that face oh right. yeah yeah that's oh, pretty man. much our conversations half the time yeah google google has saved us many times it has hey ben hey brian uh my name is ron mcclusky and i am a long-time listener <laughs> uh and a huge fan of twin peaks and your podcast uh thank you guys for picking up the, the torch and carrying it from uh, John Thorne. And the, uh, you guys just are, you've hit it out of the park. And uh, I'm, I'm going to miss you guys. I travel a lot for work, so, uh, well, not in the past year, but um, I would just listen to you guys on the planes back and forth uh, from all over the country. So anyway, just know that there's a, a whole group of us out there um, who are going to miss you guys so congratulations on all your success you guys really kicked butt and uh thank you on behalf of all twin peaks everywhere <laughs> take care thanks ron oh that was nice thank you so much that's pretty cool i mean you got a traveling job get to travel all over the place and listen to uh listen to us that's that's <laughs> awesome um it, it, it is gonna it is gonna be sad right yeah, it's you know, strange. It it's is, strange. It's just hitting me now, Ben. That we're not, <laughs> this is it, right? The craziest thing, Brian, is that like we did put some planning into this, where you know, especially you think about the Christmas time, we would sit down at Denny's and we would like say, okay, what is our schedule for the next year? And so, so you're talking like, you know, twelve months ahead. We're trying to think of like, okay, here's some of the shows we want to make sure we cover, and oh, yeah. this person's got a book coming up, and that was so much fun, and it's strange to look at our uh, our schedule and realize oh there's not one show planned next week next month <laughs> yes it is strange it like it's strange because that list would always grow so uh <laughs> another behind the curtain uh me and ben we we go to denny's like you said now i look forward to that every year we go to denny's yeah. we sit there like lynch and frost you know at their local <laughs> diner and we would Ben would say, here's the things I think we should cover. What do you think? Okay. And we plan it out. But that list would always grow. Like, it would grow. It would be like, oh, this is happening. Oh, we got to do this. We're going to fit this one in there. And, right. And, and then we, we jam-packed year. But, yeah, it's so bizarre to actually see, like, our schedule being record the final episode. And that's it. It is very yeah. – uh, it's kind of like – it's too real right now. It's too real, Ben. Hi, Ben and Brian. This is Colt from the Unseen Players. Just wanted to say thanks for allowing us to go on this journey with you, and thank you for letting me be a very small part of it. It was really an honor. I know we have to say goodbye for now, but hopefully we'll hear from you again when the wisteria begins to bloom. Oh. Thank you, Colt. Thank you. <laughs> hysteria for hysteria. 
Did I say that right? You know, whatever David Lynch does, obviously we'll be back to cover it. But man, that plant, that tree, mm. that everybody is just like Cheryl Fenn. Yep, Cheryl uh, Fenn there. She, and Kyle McLaughlin. I think, didn't they both kind of bring it up? Cheryl and Fenn. Okay, so she posted it on her Instagram. It got like abundance of mm. uh, comments. And then she was on a, like a podcast and someone asked her about it. And she was just like, oh, I just thought it was a beautiful tree and I had no idea. And I was like, I can't believe I got like all these. And I'm like, okay, come on. I think when Lynch posts something, people in his circle will post it too because it will generate um, people to their uh, social media. Right. And it will get interest going. I don't really know if Cheryl Fenn really has anything to do with it uh, or Kyle. Yeah. Does Kyle have anything to do with this project? No idea. <laughs> no idea. I don't know. So, I honestly don't know. I, I yeah. honestly don't. I mean, they've, they've had different names dropped here and there, but I honestly don't know any cast member for, for certain who, who are going to be part of this. And I've heard it was called Unrecorded Night originally, mm -hmm. right? So we've, we've got two names. We have no cast. Uh, COVID put a kind of a pin in what they were supposed to be doing. Who knows if they're doing it now? They could be. So I guess we wait and see, and we'll definitely be back for that. Dearest Ben and Brian, this is your friend and ever-loyal listener, Christian Hartleben. I extend my gratitude and congratulations to you on behalf of the Facebook group Twin Peaks Between Two Worlds, the premier online community for Twin Peaks news, tributes, theories, and artwork. Across six years, you've kept us fans together, it's a debt none of us can ever repay, and that certainly is something to think about. Let's not lose touch, Twin Peaks fans. Please, fix your hearts and join us at Twin Peaks Between Two Worlds. I'll see you in the trees. Christian! Christian, so I, I, I gotta say, we met Christian in person back in 2016 at the Great Southern Twin Peaks Fest. Uh, oh, right. We met back then. Wow. Yeah. And we met him at the record store, uh, if I remember correctly. We were in the record store. Oh, it was right. one of the, the events in the afternoon. And he started talking to us. And I think he mentioned how, like, he really didn't leave the house much. But he made the pilgrimage out to uh, meet us and talk to other Twin Peaks fans. And it pushed him to get outside and do, and do it. And he did it. And now he's everywhere. Like he's everywhere. Uh, he's, he's everywhere. He's very involved with with the Between Two Worlds Facebook group. I love all like his research and study of Twin Peaks is yes. really interesting. And yeah, what a great guy. And I think you know he's done so well for himself. And I, I'm so happy for him. And and we I think we saw him at I, did we see him at we saw him at the Twin Peaks Fest. Yeah. And I I hung out with him in New York. There was an event. So we got we got to see him a few times. And I hope. One of these days we can get out in the world again when there's some Twin Peaks events and we can get together again. Yeah, I mean, we stayed in the same hotel when we were at the uh, Great Southern and we would, uh, all three of us would go in the car and go wherever we had to go. Yeah, it was just great to see him. And um, yeah, it, it's weird. I, I, you know, I chat with him uh, once and again on Facebook and yeah, he's a great person. He's um, a very important person to the community, I think. Definitely. 
Hey, Ben and Brian, this is Bino just calling to say that I love Twin Peaks Unwrapped, and I'm having such a hard time accepting the show's coming to um, I've been listening since near the beginning and never missed an episode, so I kind of don't know what I'm going to do with myself now. <laughs> but in all honesty, you know, you guys have just accomplished something special with this show. It's been a, such a strong six-year run, so many great interviews, so much that you've done for the community to bring the community together. I mean, words really just don't describe. So just wanted to express some gratitude to you guys. Hope you're really feeling some pride as you close this thing out. Um, and, you know, like Margaret says, it's just a change, not an end. So I look forward to seeing what you guys do next. And I'll see you in the trees. Beano! Beano! He's well, awesome. We have a great story about I mean, we told it before, but I'll tell it again. It's a great story. We sure. we, we got out the airport. We're freaking tired as all hell. <laughs> we we land in... Uh, this is a Twin Peaks Festival in 2017, right? Right, right. And we're, we're trying to get our rental car. And it must be like midnight, one in the morning. And it, it, so, felt, it felt late or really early. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know. It, we were out of our minds tired. So anyway someone approaches us and says you're ben and brian i recognize those voices <laughs> we're like what and he, and he introduced himself and Man, i don't even so relate cool. to the podcast like who is this person who's this person who knows me <laughs> you don't think that like it was kind of like the first time i'm like oh yeah people listen to our show people know what we <laughs> right. say when we record something and we upload it, it actually goes out into the world right I, I just felt like it goes off to nowhere and that's it. Um, so it was kind of cool that for him to be like, I know those voices. I know you guys. I listen to your show. But he's a great guy. He collects a lot of cool stuff. He posts I know. I love his stuff. collection of Twin Peaks stuff. Oh, my God. I think he just finished postcard collection uh, on his Twitter he posted, which is kind of yeah. rad. It took him a couple, like, oh, more than a couple of years, I think. He has a nice little piece in our book which is great. He's an all-around lovely person. He, he always shows up for the cast or when we did our Madness uh, YouTube video, he showed up for that. And I think he's absolutely right. It's a change for us. We're, 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 we're going to be changing things up. It was always cool that for the Twin Peaks uh, Fest in 2017 where we got to be sitting in the roadhouse or like and just hang around and just chat and talk and just had a good time. And that, that, I just remember just hanging out with him. Yeah, in the Roadhouse, we did our show in front of people, and he was there. And I, he might have spoke once or twice. Yep. Yeah. Pretty Good cool. Times. Pretty cool. Ben, Brian, this is Rob King. I want to thank you for the past five years of informative entertainment, for your outstanding interviews, your inclusion of so many talents, for late nights or the hours you spent away from your families editing and writing for the fandom of Twin Peaks. Your podcast stands tall with all the other just mind-blowing Lynch and Twin Peaks podcasts out there. A highlight of my engagement with the worldwide fandom of Twin Peaks and writing for 25 years later, and even my time writing and editing my own volume on Lynch in the West, has just truly been talking with the two of you and acting as an unseen player. So you two have been major players in bringing a lot of our hidden voices out to the rest of the fandom, and I just want to Thank you for that. So thank you for this time. You deserve a break. Thank you so much. Thanks, Rob. Rob. Now, Rob has been on uh, multiple shows. He did What Did Jack Do? Uh, he also did Room to Dream. And the one that 
um, was really cool. He did the Max. Max comic book, which was so cool that we, we got to cover. I think they're trying to show, show how there's some similarities between the Max comic book and Twin Peaks. Yeah, and that was a great opportunity for me because I ordered it on uh, DVD so I could rewatch series. I love that oh, cartoon. right, the MTV uh, cartoon series. That's awesome. Yeah, and then that actually motivated me to start collecting uh, the Max, the single. I know I can go out and pay a couple hundred dollars and buy the, like, the, the whole book or whatever, but I've been collecting the single issues, and nice. I'm very close to finishing the run. And it's just like a fun thing for me because I like the thrill of the chase. And I, I, I sell stuff at comic book shop shows. So I'm there early. So first thing I do, I go to the max section of everybody. I just look uh, to see if they have the ones I, I need. So. And I don't even know if I need to share this on the show, but uh, whatever happened to the max Batman crossover, didn't they, they started a series. I don't they think fin- they ever fit. They did. Oh, they did finish it. But see? they finished it like, uh, almost two years later it was five issues okay i and think with covid and life that uh i was collecting them and then it was like a long time waiting for those remaining issues with, at with... that time dc comics was really really bad about finishing runs a short run like the um the whole watchman crossover thing mm. doomsday clock was supposed to be 12 issues it took almost two and a half years to get the whole thing out it should wow. not it should have been one a month uh max and batman crossover it stopped after issue three four yep. showed up like i think a year later and then i think five might have showed up during covid last yeah. year it was i think you can probably buy the graphic novel now like yeah probably can. i'll check it out yeah. Boy, it's you think dc hadn't hasn't ever um published comic books before right <laughs> <laughs> they were horrible. I think they're better now, but it was bad. It was so bad at that time. Yeah. Hey, Ben and Brian. This is Joyce Picker. I've been a panelist, and I've been an unseen player on your show. You know, thank you guys for letting me be involved. This, this podcast is so interesting, so thoughtful, so noteworthy, and... Now I'm just rambling on, but uh, thank you also for helping us through the pandemic with the Twin Peaks rewatch on Friday night and giving us videos of a bunch of the Twin Peaks actors and, you know, this guy we kind of like called David Lynch. You've heard of him, right? And, uh, well, I wish you all the best. And for you guys, I have written kind of a cheesy poem. I don't know. I don't know if the case uh, is right, but let's see how this goes. Through the podcast, the future past, Ben and Brian long to see one more chance to be unwrapped. Twin Peaks talk to we. Hey, it didn't come off as bad as I thought. Okay, yeah, it was a little cheesy. But anyway, thank you guys for everything you do. You guys are the best. Take care, and all the best for you guys in the future. Bye. Bravo, bravo. That was Thank great. you, Joyce. <laughs> yeah, that was really nice. I love it. I love the poem. That is fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. So much fun to have her uh, as the unseen players too for community rewatch. It's so much fun. Yeah, I, I, it was so great that we get to actually have her on the show as a panelist too. I think that was really cool. 
Um, yeah. I think she brings so, she she has so such interesting insight uh, to, into Twin Peaks, and um, I think she might have been the one. I, I forget where I saw this, but she was like, you know, it'd be great to have w- women of, I think she said of her age, talk about Twin Peaks. There's not that 24. Many. I mean, come on. Yeah, she's 25, 24 year olds. <laughs> like, I think she was saying like, you know, like there's really not a lot of women voices talking about Twin Peaks. I, you have, there's a podcast. All right. Which right. I totally suggest you go listen to. So uh, Joyce, I don't know if you know about them. Check them out. Um, <laughs> I know I'm being serious. I don't know. Okay, you know. being serious. How do you not know? No, no, because they don't have a Twin Peaks name. Like it's not an obvious. Oh no, <laughs> we're really going to this. Again. Let's not go into that again. But it's not an obvious name for most people. It was an obvious yeah. name to me. But um, yeah, did you, you catch know. it? Did you catch it that uh, uh, Scott Ryan at the beginning of the show sang a Sycamore Tree song and he mentions Joyce in it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> he wants to know what Joyce is going to do now that the key rewatch shows are done. I think, Joyce, I think you know what you should do. I think you should start your own podcast. Or, yeah, why not? Yeah, that's what I think you should do. Um, when you say... I think you could get the... You, could, you got a whole group of people. Yes. That, yeah. Right. But wait, like, when you say, I wish there was more people of, uh, you know, my my demographic talking about this, you should be that person, I think. If you have the means and time, you should do it, I think. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you ever need advice or help, you can always email Ben or myself. But thank you, Joyce. Thank you so much. Hey, Ben and Brian. Brett Backrack here. So sad to know the Twin Peaks Unwrap podcast is coming to an end. I've enjoyed every episode, every installment. It was so nice to meet you guys in person. I hope to see you guys again once COVID-19 gets under control. Love you guys. Wish you the best in your future endeavors. Thank you, Brett. So, yeah, we met at the split screen event with JC, which we took the train to. Uh, we, we met her there, which was awesome. And we also met Andreas for the first time, who's been on our show. He was at the split screen event. Uh, Maya was there. Um, Oh God! I, I I don't know. If we really got to talk with you, but Connor from uh, the George Lucas show. He was there. He's yes. Been, I mean, he presented at the event. Right. Yeah. And that was a, a lot great of good event. people. There was a lot of cool people that we got to see at that event. Yeah. I, way, oh, Brett, I feel like I know her. I feel like I. I guess we've only met maybe that time, but she's 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 got a great personality. She's a really cool person, and yeah. uh, surprised we haven't hung out more. Oh, also Festival of Destruction, I believe. She was there, I believe. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Hello, Ben, Brian, Twin Peaks Unwrapped Multiverse. This is Bob Clear, um, also known as Killer Robert on the some of the cast watch parties. Uh, just offering a, a super huge thank you. Thank you for the big stuff, amazing book, spectacular podcast, and, and also Thank you so much for the little stuff. Uh, you'll, you'd never know uh, how much something can mean. Um, an amazing guest appearance on one of the cast watch parties could make someone's day or even just something as simple as a kind reply uh, to a tweet or, or a caring email can really help someone um, through, through some rough stuff or just, just 
energize their life. I mean, this this really is the podcast that reminds me that uh, it's a life, it's a town where a yellow light still means slow down and not speed up. Um, so thank you for everything you've done. Uh, the uh, unseen players um, being engaged in that was an amazing opportunity, and I am I am most grateful. Um, you guys, this is it's an, been an adventure, and I'm excited for your next adventure. Um, this is not an ending, but I'm sure it's a beginning to you um, as well. So just thank you so much. In the world, words of Harold Smith, there are things you can't get anywhere, but we dream they can be found in other people. And uh, you guys, uh, to me, are those people. Bon voyage. Thanks, Bob. Oh, that was so nice. It's so true. That's so nice. Yeah. I so enjoyed him uh, and his contribution to the community watch as well. It's really cool. You, you throw things at and you hope that they, that it works and they always do. They, they, they take in the character and it's been so much fun. Yeah. Uh, but thank you so much for that heartfelt uh, message. Hey, Ben and Brian, this is Josh Minton, author of a skeleton key to twin peaks. And I just wanted to call and thank you both for everything you've done for this community over the past uh, way too many years, it seems. Uh, I can't imagine, you know, sitting down to watch and appreciate Twin Peaks without the work that you two have done, the community you've built, and uh, the the incredibly generous way that you've welcomed all of us into uh, your hearts and your show over these years. Uh, I wish you the very best going forward, and I hope that we're always talking about Twin Peaks together. Mitten out. Josh! Yeah. Josh is so cool. I mean, I went to Ohio for the uh, Firewalk with Me event with Ray Wise, Shirley, and Josh was the coolest guy. I think he invited us uh, to his house for a movie. I was way too nervous. I was, you know, w- wanted to hang around Ray Wise and just, <laughs> you know, was like, I was kind of like, I didn't leave that space, I, I feel like, for, for the weekend. I pretty much stayed in that area for the event. But Josh was such a nice guy, and he is a great guy. And and I, I I love what he's done with his book and and in our house now podcast with John Thorne. I mean, so awesome. And of course, oh, the, yeah. I mean, I've been listening well before our show. I was listening to Scott Ryan and Josh on the Red Room podcast. Red Room podcast. Scott's been on a million times. Josh has been on a few times in a different capacity. Where Scott's more of the jokester, uh, Josh is more of the serious guy. You know, those two together make some awesome like television episodes they talk about like the best in television yeah um, I love they that. just uh, did a bob dylan episode they both are very passionate about music uh movies television so red room podcast is a place to go to hear both of them together and like you said with john thorne those two guys man uh, it's crazy it like it's like two great minds coming together and you get to hear them like just it's like it's like jazz really because they're just <laughs> They're just saying things to see if it sticks and if it works. And it's right. almost you're, you're listening into a private conversation because John Thorne's trying to figure things out almost on the fly, you know? Yeah. And it's helping him come up with a, a better idea that he might be working on. And um, those two together, I think, are they make beautiful jazz together, I think. They do. They yeah. really do. Hello, Ben and Brian. This is Stephen Miller from TwinPeaksBlog.com. It struck me again earlier this morning that there are two things that continue to trouble me, and I'm not just speaking as a bookhouse boy and a member of the Blue Rose Task Force. 
but also as a fan of David Lynch and Mark Frost's wonderful and strange show for nearly 30 years. How can I express my sincerest thanks for the work you have done with Twin Peaks Unwrapped, and what are we going to do without you? In all seriousness, thank you for spending countless hours sharing your stories with fans all over the world. I know how much time, energy, and effort it takes to produce this show, and I am forever grateful. May cups of damn fine coffee and endless slices of cherry pie follow you wherever you go. A sincere thank you for everything. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for everything. He's done a lot. He's done so much. I love the, the Twin Peaks blog and the research he's gone into, and, and it's so good. It's so good. I mean, recently, I think with, with, with Doug Paw, there they did the research of the Firewalk With Me showing in cans and how mm-hmm. there, there actually was two showings because we've always heard that there was booing at the event and then they've heard from other people that there was no booing and they, you know, they kind of go over that, that there's possibly there was two showings. So maybe one of them that happened, <laughs> but I don't know. It's great, great stuff. He, he And I love Stephen, uh, how he goes and, and tries to figure out locations yes. of where, where things were shot. And it's so awesome. Yeah, his blog is amazing. Like the cups, the painting on the wall, the, <laughs> the the fern that was placed on the corner of a desk. Like he could, he'll find it. He'll tell you what it is, where maybe you can purchase one. I don't know. It's a great resource. So thank you. Hey, Ben. Hey, Brian. This is Jake. Um, love your show. So sad that it's going. Um, you guys made uh my twin peaks binge so much more fun watched it with my dad for the first time the whole thing this past month and i just fell in love with it and it's become my favorite show of all time and i love the lore the mystery of it all and listening to your podcast has made it so much more interesting so much more fun and just grow made me appreciate the show so much more and i'm so sad to see you guys are going and best of luck hope you guys come back and I hope you guys come back when we get more Twin Peaks, if that happens, or more David Lynch, who cares? But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for your show and uh, all the best, bye. Thank you, Jake. Boy, I wish I had a cool dad that I could watch, watch Twin Peaks with him and stuff. I think that's awesome. Uh, I know, you know, you, I always hear, we hear these stories. I watched it with a family member or a loved one or whatever. And for me, it's just like, uh, I watched it with Ben. I watched it by myself. <laughs> I like, you know, the book came out, and you know, my parents were being supportive, and I gave him a copy of the book. And I remember my dad just saying, "Oh, I love the first episode," but then he didn't watch anything beyond ah, that. Yeah. And for me, way back in the 1990s, my mom hated Twin Peaks. She thought it was a devil's show, and it was corrupt and evil, and there was nothing oh, good about it. And you know, 30 years later. <laughs> She still hates it. She says, I never want you to bring up the word Twin Peaks in front of me. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, and, like, to have, like, for the past six years, to have my life be Twin Peaks and not have, you know, some family members want to hear anything about it is, is too bad. So I, I think that is so awesome, Jake, that you have a dad that you can watch something like this together with. That's awesome, yeah. That's, cherish those memories. I, that's fantastic. Hey guys, it's Maya. I just wanted to say uh, congrats on 
all your years of podcasting and uh, thank you for having me on the show so many times and hopefully I will see you in the trees, the wisteria trees. Bye-bye. Thanks, Maya. And Maya, I love her writing. She has her Twin Peaks blog as well. Yep. And like, there's some times where I think I've missed some of the things that she's written and she'll repost it. And I'll be like, oh, new new stuff for Maya. And I read it and realize it was like from a couple of years ago, but it's still new to me. And I just love reading her stuff and, I, and, and, and her interest in Twin Peaks is, is awesome. And I want to say, it could be wrong, but I think we had her on the show very early on for the first time, episode 21 for Mulholland Drive. And then hmm. she came back for episode 88 for Lost Highway. She's been on uh, countless other ones too, but I think that was like- and The watch parties. Yeah. yeah. Not the watch parties, I mean, or the uh, your Lynch Madness shows. The Lynch Madness and, yeah. uh, and what have you. But um, man, it, it was great also, because we were like, we need females perspective here. You we know, need different perspectives, right? Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. She definitely brings that. And her blog is awesome. Check it out. Yeah. I love her story about Firewalk with me and when she was younger. And I think she would hide the, 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 tape. the VHS tape. It's like, that's awesome. I think that's yeah. so cool. <laughs> Hi, Ben and Brian. This is Carrie Abels. I've been a fan of you guys for four years now since the return. And I just wanted to say thank you for these past four years of covering the return, all the episodes. My love affair began with Twin Peaks back in eighth grade. Glasses, bad perm, braces, high tops. Ah, those were the days. But it just seemed like a simpler time, you know? And I started in season two partially because my mom bought the soundtrack. And it was a tape. And the inside of the cover had all of the characters listed. And that's how they'd introduce the characters at the beginning of every episode. Somewhere I still have that. But... That's how I started. It's just something that I've always held dear to me since I watched it many moons ago. And now I'm, I'm very upset because it's been taking off a Netflix at the end of this month, which makes me sad. And I'm losing your podcast, too. That makes me doubly sad. But I wish as a bespeckled, braced eighth grader, I would have had a community like this to talk about Twin Peaks. Because I didn't have anybody. Nobody else watched it. My mom didn't even want me watching it after we found out who killed Laura. But, yeah, I did anyway. But... Thank you, guys. You guys are the best. I have so enjoyed your podcast. Best of luck to you. And I'll see you in the sycamore trees. Bye. Thank you, Carrie. Um, yeah, that. Uh, thank you so much for that message. And it's so funny how that ties into, you were just talking about your mom, Ben. How, right. Like, it seems like, I, I see, I didn't want, I was a little too young when the show came out. And I remember being on, but I never watched it. But it seems like the folks who got into it, you were a little too young for this show. It was a little too <laughs> I was like 15, I guess. So I was 15 when it started. Not bad. It wasn't too bad. But we do have some people that are young. I'm trying to remember if Brad Dukes was like nine years old or how old he was. But there's some people that are like that probably are a little younger. <laughs> I would have been that age too. Um, oh, man. But, you know, thank you so much for that voice message and the support throughout the years. It means the world to us. So thank you so much. Hey, Ben and Brian, this is Ben Sorry, longtime listener and fan of the show. Just wanted to call and say thank you so much for all your hard work over these many years and all the great memories. It's going to be sad to not hear you guys every week or so, but um, can't thank you enough for all of your hard work keeping the, uh, keeping the Twin Peaks community alive and going. 
So thanks so much. Thank you for the message. You know, it means the world to us that we get we get to hear from you guys today. So thank you for taking the time and sending that to us. And like I said, we'll hopefully be back uh, with specials throughout the ending of the year, maybe. And next year, maybe, you know, just don't unsubscribe to us. We will be back in some capacity. Hey, Brian and Ben. This is James Ellis of the newly founded Twin Peaks Post. For those who don't know, it's an adapted webcomic by myself of Twin Peaks over at TwinPeaksPost.com. First of all, I am saddened and shocked to see you guys go, as I've only recently started listening to your five-plus years of podcasts. Your insight theories and growing and furthering knowledge of that alluring town and David Lynch's mind has been my background noise as I produce my comic for yours and other peakers viewing pleasure. You've helped reconnect me to a world I'd left behind and I'd never finished return as me and my then partner were huge fans of Twin Peaks and I just couldn't bring myself to come back to the world I'd lost. But with lockdown, a friend's advice and going back to that world and your humour and good vibes, I made it back to Twin Peaks and I'll hopefully go and see Snoqualmie Falls for real in the summertime. I know you guys will pop around podcast world again soon with Wisteria just around the corner. So thanks for your multitude of guest speakers known on the screen and known behind it too. And especially to you both for connecting us all to like-minded fans through your show. Keep on keeping on and hopefully we can, we can chat soon. Thank you, James. Um, I've been in contact with James through Facebook and he does this amazing. He's doing like a graphic novel, like a, cartoon version of the pilot right now Um, and i have shared his web page on our social media definitely check it out the artwork is really good it's really really good it's cool and he's actually he just told me not that long ago that he's just getting into our episodes from 2017 okay so we're season three right yeah yeah so so also the funny thing is, so he's listening. He's in 2017. So he's got I'm in 2021. Couple, yeah. So he's got a couple of years to go. But he's, he also told me he just got his girlfriend into watching uh, the show. Who's never watched it. And he's kind of giving me an update um, about what, she, you know, who she thinks the killer is. Hmm. And uh, the last update I got was... After episode three, she thinks Donna and James killed Laura. Nice. She found the dream creepy, but thinks it's going to be super important. Uh, and her, the latest update was she thinks Audrey and Donna are sisters. Isn't that funny? <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. She, I mean, I, I'm sure they're past that point by now. We could say, well, you know, they kind of are. Yep. Um, sisters, right? Half sisters. Um, but anyway, yeah, so James is keeping me posted about how that's going. His comic is amazing. I'll, I'll sure to be to reshare his page again to check it out. Thank you, James. Hey, Twin Peaks Unwrapped. This is Courtney Stallings from the Blue Rose Magazine. And I'm just calling in to say thank you so much for just being wonderful people in the Twin Peaks community, for bringing everybody together and just being really, really nice guys. Uh, you all are, are truly Bookhouse Boys, and we're going to miss you. And thank you for all the incredible content you've brought to people over the years through your podcast and, of course, your book. Take care, and we love you. Bye. Courtney. Thank you. Um, you know what's weird? Courtney Stallings was on 
um, our show, I think for the first time, was the Lord, her, for her Laura's ghost. Is that, no. Is that I right? Think, I think so. No, I feel like, I don't know why I thought we might have had her on for like a Twin Peaks Fest show. Like, you know, like we did the like Twin Peaks Fest. Oh, I'm but I'm we, positive we had her on one other time because I thought, I feel like maybe. Was, I, asked, I feel like I asked her about when she did um, an interviews for, uh, at this college and stuff. Maybe not. Maybe it was the first time. I don't know. It's it's hard to keep track of, but I felt like we've had her on before. But maybe yeah. you're right. Needless to say, get that book, bluerosemag.com, uh, Laura's Ghost. Amazing book. Amazing. So good. So thank you, Court. Hey, Ben. Definitely being really late to the party. It's Allison, a.k.a. Agent Ivy, calling. I am a pud for not calling sooner. Um, uh, I like to make a grand entrance. Anyway, I'm, I'm calling with just a very full heart, um, a little sad, but also just really grateful for your show, um, for, for everything Twin Peaks Unwrapped has, has uh, brought to the community and uh, how you've really just held us together in so many ways and really brought um, just you know, I would encapsulate it with just joy. I I listen to your podcast all the time. I go back and listen to old episodes. I I feel like the the, the conversations are so rich and and um, shed new light and just full of fun. And I'm very very grateful to have um, to have had your podcast to continue to have your podcast. I will keep listening and I will very much. Um, Look forward to anything that uh, that you and Brian do in the future. So thank you so much for everything you do, and um, I'm so glad we have this time together. <laughs> All right, thanks. Bye. Thank you, Allison. We get a little singing at the end there. I love I it. I love it. I, we got poetry. <laughs> now we get singing. And Scott started off with singing, so I, right. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for that lovely message. Yeah, it, it's. It's weird. It's weird to think that, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm becoming speechless here, Ben. We've got one more uh, message left. Hey, Ben and Brian. It's John Salinas. I just wanted to thank you guys for your awesome work on your show and your book and everything that you've done for the community. Your show has been a huge inspiration to me. It inspired me to start my own podcast, The Hellboy Book Club. And I'm so thankful I was able to take part as one of your unseen players. Okay, so I have two questions. What do you think Laura whispered to Cooper in the Red Room? I don't know if you guys definitively answered that. After my last rewatch of The Return, I think that she said, We live inside a dream. And number two, this question's for Ben. You've done some really amazing interviews. I've really admired your interview skills, and I was wondering if you had any tips for other people aspiring to interview professionals. Thanks again, guys, on your awesome show, and I can't wait to see what you guys do next. Thanks, John. Yeah. Do you want to take his first thing? Or what did, what did, I, we're talking about season three, I believe, that Laura Palmer whispering to Cooper. I mean, we all live inside a dream could be it or she could be saying uh, maybe I'm Carrie Page or come find me or I mean I don't know because 
this whole Carrie Page and stuff happens, and it could just it could her giving him a clue. Because what 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 did she whisper in the original series? Was it she whispered who the killer was? Right. My father killed me. Yeah, and then he wakes up and automatically is like, "I know it, but I'll tell you later." <laughs> um, so break the code, you know, solve the crime. Yeah, break yeah. the code, solve the crime. You know, you gotta you gotta figure out the dream. Right. So. It, I think it could be uh, we, we all inside a dream and that could be a clue into where she is and where Carrie Page is. That definitely could be it. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's two things. So once I used to think maybe because uh, if we take it the very last right before the credits, uh, Cooper looks in shock. He seems uncomfortable by mm-hmm. what she's whispering. So one idea I had at one point was she whispers, you are dead. <laughs> Which I think would be a downer of, of a way to end this to be like, you know, you're never coming back. This is it. This is, your, you know, this is your life. But the, the one I kind of like, which I think is more balanced maybe with the, the original series, is she whispers, my mother is Judy. Oh. So like, you know, like the idea that like Judy is inside Sarah Palmer. I mean, that's again... I don't know. We have Mark Frost's book that seems to say that Judy is Sarah Palmer, mm. but there's no. I don't know. There's a de- defi- definitive proof that she is Judy, but there's definitely been so many. Th- even with season three, where she was in the in the house and it seemed a little strange, and and then there's the bar scene where it seemed like something was inside of Sarah Palmer. So let's say. Sarah Palmer is Judy, or Judy mm. is Sarah Palmer. That's what she could have whispered. She could have been like, you know, because it seems like Cooper's on a mission. To I don't know if he he was aware of Judy, but I thought that I thought that Cole seemed to insinuate that maybe he knew about Judy. Right. So maybe if if she said, "Hey, what you're looking for is in my mother," and that I don't know. You know what? That could be it, or because they do go back to the house. Yeah, looking for the mom, I, his, right. her family. So the other question is: it, that last scene that we see right before the credits, is that just extra thing to put at the end, or are we supposed to believe that Dale Cooper is still in the red room? I mean, I don't want to believe that. I don't want to believe that he's still in the red room with her whispering. I want to believe that was like a flashback to when he was there. Laura Palmer whispered something, and there's some other mist. It's like a mystery still to be solved out in the right. world. I, I I like to agree. I, I like yeah. to agree with that. And John asked us about uh, any recommendations about interviews and mm. stuff, so we can talk about that. But I mean, I it, there it is about research. It's really about like really getting to know who you want to interview, and I think it's about. I mean really asking questions that you want to ask and you think your audience wants to hear about. So those are always important. And I would say you don't want to go after the, the, the big person. Like, you know, we didn't go after Kyle for years. We didn't even try mm. to, like we just did our show. We did season three and it wasn't until we were working on the book that we were like, okay, let's reach out to Kyle. And it was probably the best time too, because you know, he's under N- NDA and he wasn't allowed to really probably do as many interviews. And then probably everybody wanted to interview him right after the sh- when he could be. So I think it's about timing too when to interview people. But we also got to build up all this a library of people we got to talk to so that we could get better as, at interviewing. And then we could also kind of bring that forward to like 
to Kyle's representative or somebody or another person we're interviewing and say, hey, we've interviewed, you know, 20 other people. And we, you know, we're legit. We're not <laughs> we're not just some people who want to talk with with Kyle, whoever. So that's important. I mean, I don't know if we want to get into the the, the nuts and bolts or the technical behind the things, but there are so many ways to reach out to people. I think, you know, social media with Facebook. There's a way to like a lot of the cast. I don't know. There's been cast who will friend you that you could probably reach out to through through something like Facebook. We've used um, IMDb Pro, which is it costs money, but it gives us access to representatives of the uh, of the casting crew. And that's a way where you basically then it, there's a lot of legwork involved. Right. But you get to say, hey, I'm interested in talking to blah, blah, blah for my podcast or whatever you're doing. And this is why, you know, we think you'd be this person would be great to talk with us and stuff like that. And that, I mean, that's how we did it. I know a lot of people ask us, how did you get these people? It was just the legwork of of, of the research and, and and finding ways to maybe be able to connect with them. And then you have to make your pitch and hope that, that they want to be a part of this. Right. And uh, Ben doesn't take no for an answer, so... Uh, uh, I mean, this is us. This is both of us. This is all of us. I know. Together. I listen. Listen. I'm gonna say it right now, right here, Ben. Come on. Uh, this was your. I mean, I mean, this is your childhood dream. The show, <laughs> um, and you were like, "I'm gonna get interviews," and Ben got all the interviews, and he would be like, "Hey, I got you an get interview. Some of them. You got some of them, did you? I think I might have, but I mean, when we got an interview lined up." Ben would be on our Google Drive just creating a document with just loads of notes, loads. Now, and then he would just be like, this is how I work. And I look at it and you would have like everything they were in. Uh, is there a question there? And you just break it down. And oh, right. You would clean it up as you went along. Um, and you, you, like we would also, the big thing was we would always say, just give us 10 minutes of your time. Mm. Just give us 20 minutes of your time. And I think being respectful of the person's time is very good. So if you say 10 minutes, don't push it, you know? Right. I, you've been very good with that. I, I think that's another key element, being respectful yeah. of their time. Our first interview with the cast with Catherine Colson, with the log lady there, and that was our first interview. We didn't know she was sick. It was only a few months later that she passed away. But, you know, we asked for 10 minutes. And I was just, just out of respect. And I think she probably only accepted. I mean, I didn't realize that she was ill. And so she may have only accepted to do that interview with us because we weren't asking for an hour of time or however right. and stuff. Right. And that was that was the opening. I think that was our first chance to actually talk to a cast member and how special that was. And I think it gives us enough confidence to say, okay, Catherine Coulson talked to us. Now let's go ask somebody else. And right. we can say, oh yeah, and we've spoken to Catherine Coulson. And I don't know if she did, but a lot of times there's a potential of you mentioned you've talked to somebody and they they could actually reach out to them. And, hey, how was that interview with Twin Peaks Unwrapped? Mm. Are they are they legit? Can I do we feel comfortable talking to them? So you kind of you build up off of that. Right. Yeah. Also, another key secret to getting an interview sometimes, if they have another project happening, Michael Horse being one of them, he has he has other interests. He was going to be in a, a movie coming up. He does jewelry and whatnot. So mm. we, we got to talk about Twin Peaks, but we also let him talk about what's, what is he doing? And sometimes that's the clincher, right? If they got a, something to promote, 
you can you can get what you need out of that Twin Peaks or whatever a personal, but then you can also help them promote whatever they're doing. Yeah, I think it's it was Sharon Fenn. Sharon Fenn, we got her because she was she had just finished a children's book, and so you yes. know, reaching out to say, hey, we be happy to mention and talk about your book and stuff, and that was our our way in to to get, actually get an interview with her. Right, and that was a, a big get for us. Especially for you, Ben. You're so excited for her. Um, <laughs> all right, maybe I had a crush on her when I was younger. All right, I know. <laughs> um, and because season three was still happening, there was still mystery. The episode we had a little behind the scenes uh, thing it was kind of like uh, maybe you shouldn't have this episode out right now because something might have been said that might have alluded to something. We don't I, didn't, know. I didn't even know what it was. I didn't no. even think there was anything wrong with it, but we were respectful that that might not be good to have until her her part aired. Right. So that episode was not even up for 24 hours. We took it down and it went back live. Uh, episode 12 or 13? The one yeah, 12. 12. Yeah. And that night we got to see it with everybody at the Roadhouse and we we put the episode back up being respectful. So I think being respectful, uh, giving uh, as respectful of their time and what they want to talk about. And, uh, you know, Ben would, I think lots of research. I think about, you know, Mark Frost had a reading and, you know, he was reading uh, the new Twin Peaks book was out and stuff. And and we wanted to record him reading it. And he didn't want that because, you know, he was going to be reading all around the country and stuff of that. And we're respectful of that. And I think for us, what we were able to say is like, we won't, we won't air your show until Thanksgiving or something like that. And that's how, you know, you're respectful to them, but yeah. also to be able to say, Hey, is there a way we can still archive this and have this special episode and stuff? So these are things we were able to do. And I, good luck to other people who are interested in and doing podcasts on twin peaks or whatever subject you're on doing. Right. Right. And if I remember correctly, that was during Frosttober. <laughs> Maybe I think yeah, it probably was. Remember we I, we came out. I we mean, did that I for a few years, didn't we? We did that October. October. We did all Mark Frost for October, and I kept right. calling it different things, and you didn't oh. like it. I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the puns! Yeah, I kept going, like Frostober or whatever. I don't know what the other ones were. Yeah, uh, it was fun. I think Bino <laughs> was like, I approve of that on Twitter, and then like other people were like, I approve of that, Brian. Brian, we should do that. I think like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it went through because the fans were okay with it, but yeah, uh, it's like what Frostober. Frostober. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, too funny. That's all our uh, our recordings that we got. All our oh messages. My. my God, that was a lot. That was a lot. Now I, I know we were like, it's like, oh, maybe we'll get a couple that we can. I, I mean, I think we had a lot of different ideas for the show. And then it's like, okay, why don't we, it's so funny. It's just our show. It was just going to be the two of us. But it's like, oh, why don't we get some messages from, from the community and see what they had to say. And then we just get all of these. And it's, 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 it's amazing. I feel very, uh, very touched and blessed. Yes, totally. Totally, totally, Ben. I, I'm amazed. I am so happy we got these messages. We actually got one this morning, you know, like yep. the day of recording, <laughs> we got one, which is great. I'm glad yeah, people yeah. still tried the number, even though, we had a cutoff date. So I, yeah, I'm blown away by everybody, even the folks who didn't. Thank you for listening. 
Um, even the folks who may not listen but uh, like us and they follow us on social media or they listen to us and they've never written in a day in your life, thank you. Yeah. Everybody who bought a book, thank you. I'm always amazed, like, both of us are so goofy guys in some ways. It's like, why are you interested in listening to us? But, you know, I think you, you hear the joy in our voices and you know that we, we love Twin Peaks as much as you. And thank you for being a part of this journey with us. Yeah. Uh, my God, it's six years. It's crazy that I am still blown away. I'm still blown Where away. Where did the time go? Where did the time go? I Yeah. Oh my I don't God. know. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> This show would have ended if the pandemic hadn't happened. This show would have ended the ending of 2020. That was the original yes. ending. Right. And last year was, was rough. So we we put out a lot of our interviews. And that was cool that we get to have these interviews for people to hear them because we were just blown away as, yeah. as you were to hear them. But yeah, I'm glad we got to extend it another six months. I'm glad we get to end it. Our, on, our, on our anniversary in June. So I think it's kind of cool. Ah, uh, but I wish I was in person. It's, it's still so I strange know. not to be right there, actually by your side. You know, the show has ended. We have our handshake. Maybe we have a hug. We have our, our go moment. to Denny's. We, <laughs> go to Denny's. A lot of times, you know, we'd be working and we'd leave the building we were at and we, we would stand in the parking lot and we'd still be talking. Yes. You know, like, yes. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> Here's God. how bad it was. Brian and I are still talking. We might have spent two, three hours working on the podcast in a building. We're still in the parking lot, still talking to each other. Yep. And the person in the building closes up the building and it <laughs> gets in the car. Drives away. Driving away. And we are still in the still. parking lot talking to each other. So. And, and this is how Ben and me work. I will be walking to my car. Ben will be at his car. We're like across the parking lot and we're still talking. Like, yes. oh, one more thing. Oh. And then we'll slowly walk back towards each other. And then we, okay, we got to go. Like, yeah, that's how our nights would go. I miss that. Right. I miss that so much. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. And there was like, there was so much like conversations before we even started recording. And it just, yeah, it was just, yeah, I'm going to miss that. I know you and I will go to Denny's or we'll have some other thing. Maybe we'll go out to dinner with JC or we'll, we'll do something yeah. in the future. But it's still, uh, I will miss the process that we used to have making this show. Me too. And it is a shame that the pandemic happened, that we had to end it through Zoom. But maybe when we get to our specials, we can do those back in the studio. Maybe... Maybe, maybe, maybe not this year, but maybe 2022, right? Um, if we do anything in that, we can do it back at this, um, the recording booth. I think it'd be yep. cool. That would be so cool. Um, so that would be nice. It is wild to think our book came out. I, I, I went to your office. We were so excited about the book coming out. Um, we recorded our last show in the studio, maybe that week. And that was it. Yeah, we were never, we were never going back, and it was just bizarre. I don't think we still understood the seriousness of the pandemic. No, like I don't know if I was thinking like, oh, we'll go back to work in a week or so, and like instead of going home, I think we went and did the podcast, and we were ch chatting before yeah. the podcast, and maybe I think I may edit stuff out that it was, you know, 
that oh yeah there's a pandemic right now and and uh <laughs> let's just do our show and i'm not realizing the seriousness of the magnitude or that the weeks and months would go by after this you were absolutely right i remember that you cut it out because you're just kind of like well this is strange because we had shows uh we did opens and closes for interviews and whatnot and we mentioned the pandemic and these episodes weren't going to be out until like weeks later and it made right. no sense but yeah, we and did by then, not. I mean, I think I didn't understand the series. No. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, remember that pandemic? And it's like, that's still happening. happening. I know. <laughs> that's crazy. It's crazy to think like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very wild. I mean, we had to celebrate our 200th episode on Zoom, right? We did, yep. we did that live show, which if you weren't part of it, it was kind of a shit show. Um, I think it was fun. But because we posted the Zoom stuff on social media, we got we got bombed a few times. What episode is this now? Episode two hundred. No, two hundred. We it was when we announced the book. So that was back in the summer oh, of twenty nineteen. So our anniversary last. Oh, our fifth anniversary episode. Oh, uh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. We put the Zoom link, not knowing how Zoom works at the time for some stupid reason. So we got bombed. Remember? We oh, yes. Bombed. Right. Yes. Yes. There's people that came in. And... <laughs> yeah. So you don't uh, hear that because I edited that out. Right. Uh, Too funny. Oh my God. But man, we had a lot of memorable moments. I, I think like I told Ben on a text, I said, well, to six more years, because I think we'll still be doing specials for the next six. Years. Oh, my gosh. Hell no. <laughs> you heard it here first. No. It's so funny that like I was like, you know, when when season three ended, it was like, okay, we'll probably could wrap it up right now. And I'm like, well, Brian, we could do the community rewatches <laughs> and extend it for three more years of re- <laughs> And now you're hearing it, Brian saying, We could still do this for years and years to come. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think if we you know, if it's David Lynch or Twin Picks related, we'll be back to cover something, right? So yeah. it's like Lynch drops that show on Netflix. You know, you can bet on us coming back to talk about it. We're not ending the show because we hate each other. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad blood. <laughs> or that we hate the community or that we hate doing uh, Twin Peaks or David Lynch stuff. It's just, we need a need break. A break. We need a break. And I, again, I, you know, I think I've shared this before, but thank you, Brian, for getting me through this year because, like, oh my God, it was tough. Like, you know, I'm trapped in my home. I've got three kids and trying to have them with school and my own job at home. And like, I did not have the motivation to do the podcast really. And like these interviews helped us through that. And you would always kept on saying, come on, you can do it. And like, yeah, I would sit down and try to edit. And I was just like, I don't have the will to do this. And like, I was really thinking that this could be the end of the podcast. I really thought like, I don't know if I'm, I can do the show anymore. And you carried us through that. I, okay. So yeah, behind the red curtain, we'll, we'll go here last year. Yeah. Ben scared me a little bit. Cause you were like, Brian, I don't know if I have the energy right now. And on a Friday afternoon, we recorded like four or five opening closes to the interviews. I'll edit them. Yeah. And I just told Ben, go do what you got to do. But Ben, you were like, you basically said, well, I'm going to do cast. I'm going to do this. Like on a Friday night, I'm going to do cast. Yeah. Right? So I that became my into other things, I guess. Right. That is... You did. <laughs> you were like, you laid out the schedule. I was like, oh, Ben's already, <laughs> you, you, you knew when the whole series would end. Yeah. Um, the rewatches, I mean, the watch parties, uh, you know, it's funny how like that I, I could do, I wasn't editing audio and it wasn't, 
it wasn't as stressful for me. I was like, okay, we can have these watch parties on Fridays and I can have all these deleted scenes and behind the scenes mm. and I can reach out to cast and crew and they can, they can do some, some like highs. And, and that was fun. I don't know why that pouring my energy into that I, I could handle and it, right. it helped me get through week after week. But doing the podcast, sitting down and trying to edit our own voices, and I just, it was tough. Yeah. You needed a recharge. I yeah. get it. And you have a lot, you have a lot more going on than I do. So I, w- I just took on the responsibility of the interviews. And Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, I, I knew you needed a recharge. So, I mean, 2020, that's why you got a lot of interviews. That's why. I know I mean, it's terrible. I'm so sorry that you had to hear all those interviews. Oh my God. So many interviews. <laughs> when are they not going to interview somebody? What? You're going to share more behind the scenes stuff of, of working on your book. Oh my How God. How dare you? I dare you. So much but fun. I, so much fun. Yeah. I mean, so that's why 2020 was, it was, and I think you put out your, the community rewatch near the end, like September, October, I think uh, you got back on that horse. Yeah, I mean, I think that was a lot. I mean, for me, there's so many pieces that go into that because everybody records, well, the pink room records together. But other than that, when there's other people involved, they all record separately. So there was a lot and it was overwhelming for me. But when I was, when I finally got onto it, we could kind of look at a schedule and say, okay. And you know, the exciting thing about having to be delayed uh, from last year was I could say, okay, our goal is now June. Mm. It's the 30th anniversary of the last episode of season two. Let's get Community Watch done by then. No matter what, if we have to have four episodes talk about one show, we'll do it. But we're getting to June. That is our goal. And I knew you were back when you revised the schedule. I'm like, Ben's back, baby. And that schedule was revised, and you're like, we're doing it. And yeah. I'm like, yay, Ben's back. So as um, much as that, probably community people say, uh, you know, we've been there for you uh, you guys have really been there for us and you really keep us going and i thank you to everybody for that yeah truly i i think yeah i couldn't say it better um it's true like every time we got feedback from something it made us want to do the next thing even better yeah yeah totally you're like oh i love that and i love this and, and and that yeah that makes that's i think that's what keeps us going for for all these years like if if there wasn't feedback from the community and people enjoying this we've been like yeah it was fun doing the show we're done but mm-hmm. it's like it's this excitement that we get from the community that's like oh they like that what do you and it's i brian you were the only, like i said we were mentioned but you you came up with all these different ideas you'd come up with the madness shows and you'd have these different shows and i think that 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 excited us to keep us going as well the best ofs man when when yeah. i uh, was like I'm <laughs> that's, you, crazy. And scott, that's you, you know you talk about me me and scott uh, pushing scott to do things you were always the one that involved with the best of the end of the year shows yep i in <laughs> september i would email scott with my idea and scott would just rip it to shreds and be like well i'm gonna do this anyway no but he would he would help me and we had some great time like the, those best of shows i'm like we gotta make it special we gotta make it fun yeah like a sketch show and and i would have nothing to do with that and that was all you and scott like you guys are just like figuring out this one we're gonna do we're gonna do a tonight show and yes. scott's gonna be the host and <laughs> that was so much fun that was so uh... much fun yeah he did a radio show he hosted a tonight show then 
you know, we we, we we kidnapped him at one point. Oh yeah, we kidnapped him. <laughs> oh my god, we did so many <laughs> cool things with Scott. So thank you, Scott, for always thank you, Scott Ryan, being yeah. game for anything. Right. And, and and that he believed in us for our book. I mean, like people who are not writers to be like, yeah, uh, we have this idea to, to take all of our interviews and put it into a book and uh, <laughs> will you publish it? <laughs> He's yeah. like, he believed in us. So that, that's pretty awesome. No hesitation either, which was, yeah. it's cool. Uh, yeah, I was like, and then um, I will I, I will always remember the day Ben texted me. I'm, I've always thought about doing a book and I just wrote back. I just wrote back. <laughs> I don't think so, Ben. I can't do it. I, 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 I go. And this would not be the. This would not be the only time. No. Over and over again, we'd go to Denny's. I, I got this idea about a book. Oh, like, yeah, you've already talked about this book. <laughs> I'm shutting you down, Ben. I'm shutting you down. I was just like, that made me so nervous. I'm like, Ben, I, I, you know, just, just, I don't know. I don't think so. And then, I don't even know what got me on board. I said, you know what? You know what? I, 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 I was like, you know what? I'm not going to say no anymore. Let's do it. Let's, yeah like let's awesome. not let's take the chance and at the same time you know i'm all about let's push you it, it still took brian to actually get the book done because i'll be like oh yeah let's make a book and then i'm like so how are you doing ben on the, on the book and i'm like i haven't written anything i haven't done anything oh. and it's like it was your idea to say like we are meeting every sunday at the library for the entire day yeah. and we're going to get something written because if it wasn't for you, Brian, the book never would have gotten done, I don't think, because I'm always like procrastinating and like, yeah, I'll work on that. Sure. Yep. I know. And then when you, we <laughs> announced it, we were going to have it, we we're going to have it by a certain date. I'm like, most people take two years to write a book. Oh, we God. have less than a year, Ben. What are we doing? You know, but it had to be on the 30th anniversary of the show. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. I mean, and I always think it's like, oh, we could have taken a couple more years. We could have gotten more interviews. Maybe we could have got so-and-so. But it was what it was meant to be. I mean, right. yeah, it, I think everything turned out right. We were able to get the interviews that we needed, and, and uh, it happened. Yeah, it happened. It turned out great. I, we got it out right before the pandemic. I mean, how amazing is that? Like, if we did take more years, it would not be working out right now. I know. It would be We'd a be going through Zoom. Maybe through Zoom, we'd be uh, talking about the book. Or... Oh, God. We would hate it. We'd be so cranky about it because you're home all the time. And then you want to be in front of Zoom trying to write a book? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. so yeah. That's awesome. Oh, so Man. good. So I, I guess, I mean, I do want to reiterate, don't unsubscribe to us. Don't unfollow us. Ben will still be on Twitter. I'll still be on Facebook. I'll still be on Twitter too. And we will at least have something come out at the end of the year. Something. Yeah, you've got some ideas. I'm starting yeah. to, we've got a we've got a blank piece of paper, but we can, we're starting to like, you know, think of some things to write down and some ideas for future shows. Yeah, it's like a refresh. It's like a reboot of our show almost. <laughs> we're rebooting it. Next time you hear it, it's like different people. Yes. I'm Ben and Brian. Yeah, two different voices. <laughs> two different voices. Like, wait, this yeah. is not Ben and Brian. They rebooted it. Oh, um, and then when I turn 50, we'll do Lost. Unreal. Oh, yeah, Lost. Yeah. I do think there's too many episodes. Is there? Do they have like yeah. 200 or do they have 100 something? Yeah, I mean, and all joking aside, if we ever did it, I, I would want to do like sort of like 
maybe a condensed version of it because i yeah that's a lot i mean 24 episodes per season one season yeah. was like 16 because of the writer's strike yeah i also don't see it as the following with lost is there i love the show and i love the mystery i always want john bernardi to do more on lost and i right, want him to right, watch it because right. i love the theories and the and watching it as a first time viewer that whole process of what is lost was is pretty special but i don't know i don't yeah. know if it really would make a I podcast know. and I, I don't think there's i don't know if there's enough people interested in, in in a podcast about that but it's always fun to joke around and say that was a great show and yeah yeah that's our joke that will every 10 years we'll just do a new <laughs> show who are we kidding it's twin peaks unwrapped yes forever for and five years <laughs> yes forever and for always i think it it will always be twin peaks unwrapped so yeah. um we'll we'll still be around down the road uh, but I thank everybody. Uh, my God, I can't thank everybody enough. It's going to be a well-deserved rest for everybody. I say let's not be sad about anything, really, because like we should all be proud of what we accomplished. Everybody out there, including us, and everybody who's done anything, just be you know uh, celebrate yourself, and okay. then um, you know we'll take a break, and you know we'll have something special later on. Twin Peaks goes on through all of our friends. Right. I mean, I'm excited to see what John Thorne does with if he writes a book or something, if something comes out there and all these podcasts that are out still talking about Twin Peaks Unwrapped, talking backwards, I think, about a podcast. They're they're pretty cool guys. I mean, just I mean, there's still a community out there and we'll keep enjoying Twin Peaks for many, many years and cross our fingers. There'll be a season four yeah. <laughs> or a movie or a movie <laughs> or anything. And Manners and Madness is another great podcast. Yeah. They're, they're covering Twin Peaks currently. Like, they're still, like, in that newbie sort of situation where someone on the show is, like, new to it, the series. So, great podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God, Ben. So, uh, I guess, you know, if. You got a comment? I don't even know if I need to say that, really. You know where we are. I mean, I don't Have you been here this stuff. long? You know where we are. You know where I, we are. Yeah. You know where to find us. You know we have a book. Yeah. 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 And, you know. and we won't see you next week, and we won't see you the week after. No. Nope. But maybe in the distant future, you'll see us. So welcome to the very first episode of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. 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 Uh, I will be your host, Brian Kazaska, alongside me, Ben Durant, Twin Peaks enthusiastic enthusiast. Oh, yeah. And uh, what would we call you? Uh, um, um, the newbie. The newbie. Yeah. The newbie. <laughs> um, the Twin Peaks virgin. I'm watching the show for the very first time. But we're doing this show almost like a book club, I kind of feel. Like it's a, a weekly, it would be like a weekly book club where everybody who's never watched Twin Peaks or anybody who wants to rewatch it before the new show starts, we think, in February of next year. Maybe. They haven't really said yet. Yeah. I, 
and kind of, what I kind of look at is almost like a time capsule. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, this is it's been 25 years since the pilot, since Twin Peaks pilot came out. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, at least in April 8th of this past year, it was 25 years. And wow. so I kind of look at it as we've we've dug this up. We've got new Blu-ray. <laughs> we got new Blu-rays yes, Blu-ray. we can check out. And you know, I I was watching this when I was 15 years old when it first came out, and so I was addicted to it. It's like I had to yeah. get every single book. I had to get the soundtrack. There was a uh, cards like baseball cards, but Twin Peaks cards. It was like the magazine. There was everything. I had to get my hands on it. Too. Yeah. So, so yeah. I had to, I come. I come here with a lot of knowledge of Twin Peaks, and I'm really excited for you to be able to see it for the first time. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so you're five years. I'm thirty. I'll be thirty-six. You're forty. I'm forty. Yeah. So I was. If you were, I was ten. So I really was too young. I hope I see all of you again. Every one of you. Yeah, do you guys know where I can get some pie? Talk to you later.